On a special Mother's Day episode of Top 5 for Fighting, we salute all the moms out there. Well, mostly the moms that don't give a sh- they aren't going to beat the shit out of you if you have wire hangers in your closet. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. That, that's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we are yeah, going to yeah. talk about spoilers That here. would have been a huge dick it, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this, this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just hauling <laughs> ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, ass too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. Well, now that I've just been kicked right in the nuts by Mike, I guess we'll go ahead and start recording this. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I guess I'm not clicking my button enough. Someone's got to whoop your ass in the line. <laughs> welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back, very esteemed uh, house House guest member party. He's not even a guest chair. anymore. Yeah, he's just he's just part of the show. Hi, Richard. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Thanks, man. Richard Alexander. Always fun. How's law, it going in the courtroom? Law officer it's extraordinaire. Not. No, so I haven't been to the court since the second week of March. What's the average day like for Richard? Uh, I'm a virtual <laughs> teacher right now. You pound on it. it you take a nap. You, you wake up. Teaching? You pound That's on it. it. Yeah. You hammer, you hammer on it. You I take said Richard, hammer not on me. It. <laughs> Every one of my court cases from the end of March, all of April, all of May have been canceled. So is every like the judicial system put it on hold at your mm-hmm. level? Unless yeah. it's essential. It has to be something pretty serious in order to get in front Ash of the judge is, right now. Ash doesn't work at the courthouse right now either. They've got him back working at the jail Wow. instead of being a bailiff. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad, man. I, I was in, actually, I was at the uh, uh, criminal justice center this morning. I had to right. pop off a letter. Building is empty except for the bailiffs. Wow. Empty. And that's just minimum I've, security is I've, all it is? I've never seen it like all that. All right. Wow. Hands in the air if you think the judges are not getting paid through this. All right. That's what I yeah. thought. For the record, if everyone at home, no hands went up. Because yeah. of course they're getting paid. I didn't even raise my little pinky toe. Nope. But I digress. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. We are running a little late this week. We apologize. We uh, wanted to get uh, everybody together and have some fun, and then it was supposed to be yesterday, and I screwed up and forgot that I actually had to work yesterday. So, Richard, thanks for accommodating us with your schedule, and um, it's late, but happy Mother's Day to everybody out there that happy, deserves it. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. We're just extending a Mother's Day celebration. That's is exactly all we're doing. What, that's what we're doing. That's all, that's all we're doing. You're welcome, moms. Yeah. <laughs> just not mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I gotta be honest. The whole time we were talking about our list, or we were talking about our list. The whole time I'm making my list, I'm thinking, should I say this? Because I don't want to make Mike feel bad. No, bring it, dude. I love my mother. Drop the hammer. <laughs> no, no, I'm being, I'm being nice. Aren't we supposed to be nice this week? Yes, because all of my list, all of the stuff is all dedicated to my wife. Because she's the greatest mom I've ever seen. Wow. That's so everything's dope. going towards the misses. That mm. was the, uh, that was the thing I saw on Facebook this week. And just her, her. What'd you get for for Mother's Day? Me? You ain't my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm just piling on because we're two months away from our 25th anniversary celebration. So good for you. This is tailgating for for my lovely wife. What's that? Silver? Silver anniversary? Silver. Yeah. Silver, like Colossus or the Surfer. The Silver Surfer is better. Yeah. 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 There we go. I agree. She's like, what the fuck is he talking about? 
We we don't know either, Amy. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I just make this shit up <laughs> as I go. It, none of us do. This is a completely unscripted. But then again, she's been used to that for 25 years. So, so Richard, we haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. How are you handling the whole coronavirus thing? I mean, how how are you and Ann and uh, Aiden doing? Well, Ann's still working. She's working remotely from home. Uh, Aiden's been home since six weeks, and he's not going back to, to class. The, the bad thing about that is that since he's a fifth grader, this is last year at that school, and he can't even be there. Yeah. Because next year he goes to middle school. Well, I'm sure if he wants to go through fifth grade again, they'll let him do it next year. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate. He's been at that school since he's a kindergartner. So yeah. that's all he knows. Well, because they, right? go, they go fifth through, or kindergarten through fifth, and then they go, what, six, six through, through eight. eight, and then nine through 12. Right. See, when I went to school here in, in Hillsborough County, it was zero through five, and then you went to a sixth grade center where you basically got bust. All of, like I lived in Valrico, and I went to Plant City. Then seven, eight, nine was junior high school, and 10, 11, 12 was high school. That's how it was for us, minus yeah. the sixth grade thing. That's crazy. Yeah, Ours was I, K through six. I never understood that either. But yeah, so there actually used to be junior high football programs here. High schools didn't have junior varsity teams. Yeah. It was all varsity. And then JV was essentially junior high school. But, but at least he's not a senior, because that's who I feel no, bad I know, for. I that know. That yeah. is... High school, college. To me, that, that is that. tragic. I mean, for seniors to miss out on their senior year, especially the athletes, I, it's just that, oh, that, I, that that's who I feel bad for. I posted an article about this, but they canceled the June bar exam. Wow. For law school graduates to, to become attorneys. That's, yeah. Th- that is freaking brutal. God, that's that you just, can't even take the test. That's to terrible. Become, uh, that's amazing. Terrible. I mean, Morgan was supposed to take the SATs, and she hasn't been able to. Thankfully, yeah, but, she's only a junior. So, I mean, we're, we're just thinking everything that she's not a senior because this whole thing would have been crazy. But to answer your question, I'm a, I'm a virtual teacher, and yeah. I have been for six weeks. To Aiden or to other students? No, to Aiden. Just to Aiden. Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So I'm science, math, English. So I've been talking to some friends, and I hear a lot of different things. And one of my favorite memes on the Internet the last couple of months has been all those parents are now finding out it's not the teacher's fault, it's their kid. You know what I mean? Like they've been uh, blaming yes, the teacher. Yeah. One, I have a couple of friends who have uh, like two or three younger kids, and their problem is that their kids don't mind school, and they always did good in school, and they don't mind doing the work. It's that they give attitude to the mom because it's mom. Are you like, you know, like when they like when they were going to school and dealing with their regular teacher, they had no problem doing their arithmetic homework, but now right. it's like, oh, why do I go do my arithmetic homework? Well, you have to do it because that's part of school. Okay, but. They're you know they're chirping in the background the whole time because they they know they can get away talking shit to mom. Do you? And Aiden's a good kid. I know that. Do you? Is there like any backlash there? Is it? Does he push or is it big time? Is it like? Big, you see, you nailed it actually. She, that's when the book she, becomes a weapon. She won't deal with him. You know she says you handle it, and I have no problem with him whatsoever. But you're that's exactly what's happening in our house, and that's why she won't do it. Makes that it, age makes it tough. It's you're scared to push the teacher. But here's I the wasn't. thing. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> but, how it was for you guys, but at that age, you didn't talk back to anybody. Any adult, you didn't talk back to them. That, it just, that was the norm. That was the way. That's why you're so fucked up the way you are today. I, a little I bit. Would, I'll, I'll tell you a story in a second, but I would ahead. never, or even for, as, as a general, most kids at that age didn't talk back to people. No, like, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, well, the way it is, I'm talking about the way it is today. Yeah. Those little fuckers will mouth off to anybody and think that their shit don't stink. Now, I'm not, I'm not condoning this, but we had the option of mouthing off and getting smacked, popped, spanked. Oh, we had no choice. Yeah. It was going to happen. I- exactly. And, and 
I don't. I, I, I do not condone beating kids. Mm-mm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you should spank your kids, but I do feel that there are today's society overall. We've kind of mentioned a couple of times. There's not really any repercussions for your actions. Right. You know, you run your mouth at your teacher over and over and over and over, and you don't get you don't get suspended. You don't get because those kids look at that's that's the teachers now. Well, suspending them is you know just giving them a vacation. Well, no, because if they continue to get suspended, you can see them again next year, right? Because they're well, going to fail. That also falls on the parents. Yeah. If it's a vacation, a, that's the parents' yeah, fault. A little bit, and and I agree with you, but I I I, I don't. Uh, he doesn't have issues in school. He doesn't get in trouble at school. He doesn't back. It's it's that it's that comfort level. And you know what? I, I I'm not going to say the kids are shits because you know kids have to be mentored and they have to be structured. That's got to be hard for a kid. See, I know we we. I. I I didn't listen to my dad. That dumbest thing I ever did was not pay attention to every fucking word my dad said. He's the smartest man I ever met in my life. Mm. But it now it's like, well, you know what? Miss Johnson, she might she might get mad at me, but ah, fuck it. It's just Richard. What's he going to do? Take away my Xbox controller for five minutes? <laughs> it's a tough balance because I grew up getting whipped with a belt, beat, oh like smacked. Like I, I got That was just the scariest sound in the world when fucking, the belt came out of the loops. Brutally fucking terrorized by my father and mother growing up over dumb shit that I didn't drink, didn't run, didn't pull any shit that kids pull today. But on the other hand of that, I've never had, I've never laid a finger on my kids. I've never had to. Right. But then again, I treated my kids differently because of the way I was brought up. Right, right. And it worked out. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, spanking isn't necessarily always the answer. I'm not. No, I'm not, not at all. That. But the, but you know what? The the thing is, is no matter how you discipline him, you got to set the boundaries and you have to keep the boundaries. And I I made a lot of mistakes Absolutely. with my son. I made a lot of mistakes with my son. Being divorced, his mother played mind games with him. He was kind of fucked up in the head. He was struggling. You know, I didn't know how to handle it. Uh, having a, a, a stepmom, I made a lot of mistakes. I got very lucky. He turned out to be a, a damn fine young man. But it, it's 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 a lot easier when it's the mom and the dad. And and it, and if you set your structure and you follow your structure, then there's no excuses when they don't do it. But there's a lot of people that are just like take the trash out. No, okay, you know what I mean. It's just too hard to be a parent. But sometimes, for, just for, like for, I said in the people. beginning, we celebrate the moms that keep all the shit running together. That's and awesome. Keep yeah. it running tight. So let me tell you about when <laughs> Mike was when Mike was saying we didn't back talk kids. I was raising my hand in the air. You guys, oh yeah, see it at home. you were okay. My parents put me in a private school from kindergarten to fifth grade, and it was a. I'm not going to name the name of the school, but it was a. It was a Christian private school, and I have it's called Solid Rock. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was actually. I'll say the name of the school. It was actually called Grace Christian Academy. And mm-hmm. it went Brandon there, and it was a private school. Obviously, they had to pay. They had to pay for it. And They did it because they wanted me to have an educational advantage, and and we did. I was doing pre-algebra in third grade. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was it was way ahead. Fuck that! But this place was Auschwitz Junior. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm not kidding, and I don't say that to be derogatory to the Jews or to to, to belittle that situation. But this place was a fucking prison camp. Hey, people listening have a sense of humor, right. so it's okay. I hope so. They get it. You could not. Your hair couldn't touch your ears. Your hair couldn't touch the collar of your shirt. You couldn't wear blue jeans. You had to wear a shirt with a collar. You could. When you would walk to the bathroom, you walked in single file lines. You didn't talk. You didn't talk at lunch. I mean, Jesus. this place was a Nazi prison camp. So I have always been kind of free spirited. I've always kind of said what I if if I really like you, I'll tell you exactly how I feel, not to be mean, but to be honest with you. And if I don't like you, I tell you that to piss you off. So but I but I've always my mind has always 
my body's always acted before my mind my entire life. I will say something and go, God damn it, I can't believe I just fucking said that. Just the other day to Susan, I thought she was going to rip me a new ass because I was trying to say something. I said it wrong and it came out all wrong. And I looked at her and said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She didn't get mad at me, but it hurt her feelings. And I, and I didn't mean to, but that's just me and my whole life. So I'm in third grade and I had a teacher. Her name was Miss Guerrero. Your banger. And, oh, dear God, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, dear she God, could, no. She couldn't have handled all this. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. she used to brag about her her family and I, I'm not degrading immigrants floated over here on a raft from Cuba she used to brag about it it's Florida it happens all the time she hated me because I was just I was always having fun and I wasn't supposed to have fun it was about going to school and being rigid so we go out to use the bathroom break one day and we're standing in line and it was one of the rare days in Florida where it was cold and you had to raise your hand and be picked before you could request or before you could speak. So I'm in the hallway and I, I got my hand in the air and her and I were always button heads. And she goes, yes, Mr. Bishop. And I said, it's very cold. May I go back to the room and get my jacket? And she said, no. I was like, well, damn. I didn't say that. I was just thinking like, oh, damn. I just put my hands in my pockets. And she goes, Mr. Bishop, are your hands in your pockets? I was like, yeah, I'm cold. She goes, face the wall. And I went, you bitch. Third grade, son. Third grade. It's on now. Face the wall. So I'm facing the wall. She comes and she goes to get the, they're going to spank me with the wooden board. I wore that son of a bitch out in this, in this school. They, I was, my, they, well, technically, my they mother, out. My, yeah, my mother, who, lo- who I love to death and has n- never done right, anything but right by me, told me that the principal had her, her work phone number on speed dial and it was number one. Mm. It was ahead of 911. She takes me into the room and she goes, I heard what you called me. You called me a B I T C H. And I said, Well, hey, you picked the right profession. <laughs> Third grade, fantastic. Uh, somewhere like that. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, that's probably and, right. And she's just, she's Eight just, or nine. Fl- she's just flipping out on me. And I said, I was cold. I said, you couldn't get your jacket. Well, yeah, potato, potato. Yeah. I got in so much trouble because, because my dad, if I got in trouble at school, I got the same punishment at home. So if I got mm. licks at school, I got licks at home. Right. Mm-hmm. My ass hurt that day. <laughs> yeah. My dad came after me with a belt several times, but I. Yep, I deserved it every time. <laughs> every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was Indiana fucking Jones with that belt, and it didn't even, he didn't even need a reason. Just oh. look, look wrong, and I was getting it. But that sucks. I digress. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so that's my, that's my third grade story. I, nice job. Yeah, well, thanks, man. I, you know what? I tried to excel everywhere I went. Good for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So on a lighter note... <laughs> oh, I thought that was pretty, pretty damn happy myself. Yeah. I giggle every time I think of that. You it, bitch. It is kind of funny. Like, I, I wish we had animation skills so we could make that a cartoon. That'd be fucking hilarious. Put Ooh. that on a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah right? Um, we've got some sort of sports on Sunday. Yeah, we do. NASCAR. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to call it a sport. I I mean... It's a competition. It, it's it is with, a competition. Without a doubt, a competition. I mean, it's... I, I'm sure driving a car like that for four hours... Oh, you got to be in shape. You you better be in shape. Um, and we've got baseball right around the corner. Allegedly on Fourth of July weekend. Let's hope. I I'm, I welcome it. I, I think it's asinine to not have any fans in the stands. If if you're healthy and you want to go, you should have the right to go. If you don't think you should go, and if you're scared about it, you should absolutely be able to stay home without being ridiculed by me for being a pussy. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Last if you're point. gonna start if you're gonna start to open things up, open it up. You you got to open it up. If you, I, I don't, I don't see how you can not. When I say that jokingly, of course, if the Rays have a baseball game at home, and fans want to go, we should be able to go. Yeah. Now, 
it, would I be pissed if they said, okay, we're going to let fans in, but you know, there's, you're going to have to sit in a certain spot and people have to sit a little ways from each other. No, it's fine. I get, I get it. I totally get it. But to open up a major league baseball season without having fans to be able to have the choice to go to a game, I think is, is horrible. Japan did it. Stupid. I know. Japan put cardboard cutouts of fans in the stands, which I think is hysterical. They put up massive flag banners of the players on the teams. Yep. They put up signs from fans. Like it, it's at least something is starting to happen and that's encouraging. I agree. Well, it's 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 there's a lot of things that are starting to happen everywhere. We haven't gotten back to where you can just do whatever you want or large scale gatherings, but I think most of the places are starting to move to to that end, to that to, to that destination let's just open my freaking gym please we've can already we, been out to can we get my gym three, open three times we've already been out yeah just you know get, what? i'm gonna be honest with you um i have not missed eating out first of all my wallet's got a shitload more money in it than it did a month ago <laughs> not gonna lie because yeah. i'm not pissing that money away number two like i was telling you guys i finally got my foot fixed so i can exercise so mm-hmm. i'm happy about being able to try and lose some weight again yep um i i We've ordered out a couple times, you know, because like a Friday night, I think we mm-hmm. got, I think we ordered some Thai food one night, and we ordered a pizza. We haven't really done anything like a chain wise. I'm sure that we'll get back to that, but I'm also, I'm not scared. I'm just a little, I'm just a little concerned. I don't know. My my concern is not that I'm not scared of the virus. Mm-hmm. I, I it's it's there. If you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. Agreed. I take the, I take the precautions. Uh, you know, like I was telling my dad today, uh, right. I go to I go to the grocery store a couple times a week because we eat a lot of vegetables, and mm-hmm. you can't buy a lot of vegetables at once. But I, if I have errands to do, I go do my errands. I come home, I get in the shower, and I wash. Mm-hmm. I wash everything off of me. I leave my clothes in the, in the laundry room, and and I I take the precaution. Now I'm not wearing gloves and socks and and a hazmat suit, but I'm also not going to the grocery store and hanging on people. I'm just. Just, just do your business. I'm and not you get scared. Out. I'm just being cautious. You right. know what I mean? I give. Right. I'm being respectful of other people. Mm-hmm. If they want the six feet, I don't want to be that guy. They're like, get off me. But I'm yeah. not like, oh my god, I can't go to Publix. Right? That, right? That's not where I'm at. My concern is, is that we're going to get two weeks into this, and all the fuck sticks are going to completely bypass everything that they've been told to do for the last three months, and it's going to jump through the roof well, again. That's it, my concern. In that vein, you see what's happening with the beaches. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, Cocoa Beach? They just removed 13,000 tons of trash. Uh huh. Horrible. Je- that's just, that, that's stupidity. What is that, six tons? It's laz- six and a half. Six and a half tons? That's just laziness, disrespectful, and stupidity. Is yeah, all they, that is. They said law enforcement just has to, they have to be more prevalent it's, on the beaches. It, people just yeah. need to stop being adjust, assholes. Yeah, they, I, I see, and that just goes to your point. It does. That, and, yeah, people and just you can't, lose their fucking minds. You know right? what? If you can't pick up your trash at the beach, what does your fucking house look like? That's just common courtesy. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's like, well, that's like all these tards that are running around wearing gloves, and all they're doing is taking the gloves off and throwing them on the ground. <laughs> You know, I mean, if you want to wear gloves, then then wear gloves. And I'm not gonna. I don't make fun of anybody. They got all these memes making fun of people that are wearing gloves and or driving around in their car. If it makes you feel happy, that's that to me is the single greatest thing about our country. Mm. If mm. it makes you feel happy and you're not hurting anybody, right. well yeah. then by God, be you. Hey, you, you want to wear a hazmat set in your, suit in your car because you're worried? Then do it. Do yep. it. But. You these dipshits put these gloves on and they wear them for five minutes and they take them off and they throw them on the, the ground best and they thing put them on. Too I mean, is the uh, I, I can't remember. I was reading it last week because the gloves and the mask thing cracks me up because people's yeah when you go into a grocery store and you're wearing gloves 
that's great. But what do you think you're doing with everything you touch with those gloves? Mm. You're spreading it throughout the store. You're not doing anything to prevent anything from happening. It's just not touching your hands. But the minute you take your hand, those gloves off your hands, you think your house is germ-free? Yes, you think it your is, car, actually. You think your it car is, is germ-free? Your, car, yeah. your car's out in public. No, I, I There's know. germs I mean, everywhere. It's, and people are just well, wearing, so ridiculous about it. Wearing gloves all day long, the same pair of gloves all day long, is like reusing a Band-Aid as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, right. I mean, I agree with that. You, know, you, don't, well, you don't go to Publix and have them make you a sub, even in healthy times, and they put on a pair of gloves and make nine sandwiches. As soon as as soon as they take those gloves off, they put on a new pair of gloves. They right. don't put the same pair of gloves back on. Right. So, right. I mean, I I I don't I I I'm not scared. I'm I'm kind of ready for the for this to be over with. I I'm not one of those people that's screaming about how you have to let me out of my house and open the con- the country up. But I'm also not one of them people that's saying you need to shut it down. I just I think that it just needs some common sense. We just hey, we right. just need somebody to stand in the middle of the road and say, hey, look, let's try this. Uh, Monday, they here in Florida, they just started opening up salons. Right. But I think uh, uh, a stylist can only see a certain number of people per day. Uh, they have appointment you have to schedule only. 15 minutes apart. Yep. To um, clean. You have to come in with a mask. You can't bring friends or children. Uh, oh, you so, do have to wear a mask? Uh, that's what they're saying. The hairdressers do. Yeah, I'm sorry. The hairdressers, the hairdressers have to do. wear a mask. Okay. Um, a, they have face shields, too. You can't come in without an appointment. Right. No walk-ins. Right, no walk-ins. So... See, and but that do, goes back to what you were if, saying, Greg. Just, do, just common sense, yeah. man. Yeah. The one I heard is that if you do walk in, you walk in and get on a waiting list, but you wait outside. Okay. That's right, what right. a lot of the medical labs yeah. are doing right now. You walk in you with a mask, you sign in, and then you have to go outside and you wait in your okay. car, and they either have like a beeper system where they text you and say, hey, it's your turn, which I'm okay with that. Like and a restaurant. Is, yeah, and it's and it's it's common sense, right. but I just... I, I, I think that if they're going to start doing that, it all needs to be included. You know, we've got salons... I think the big one, the one that everybody wants to see opened up is gyms. Um, I was just going to say, but if you, Karen can go get a pedicure, <laughs> how come I can't go hit the bench? I honestly feel like it has an issue. I think it has something to do with the uh, amount of bodily fluids that are lost in a gym. With the sweat and stuff like wipe that. Wipe down your equipment. And yeah, it happens okay. in every gym anyway. Yeah. But you're going to wipe down your equipment, but it's Carl or John or Joe or dipshit. You, you know what I mean? At the, I, I, at the gym that I go to, there's plenty of stuff to wipe down the equipment, and they have the trainers that are there are still wiping down equipment. This was going on before this shit started. I, I understand that. Go into a uh, what's the big pur- the purple place? Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. I've been yeah. a member there before. Again, people wiping stuff down constantly. Let me choose. If I feel safe enough to go to a gym, let me go to a gym. Yes, My- have your precautions. My favorite thing this week was here in Clearwater. They had the big protest about the gyms not being open. Did you see that? Yeah, and they were. Do- and did you see what all the people were doing? You know, that working was clever. Out. That they was, were working out. It was clever. That was so clever. So basically, protest. what you're doing is you're doing you're doing what you're protesting that you can't do while you're protesting it. But it was right. cl- like Richard said, it was smart. It was smart. Peaceful. Yeah. They weren't being. It was peaceful. It was just like funny. They looked like them dipshits. Hey man, <laughs> I support them. I want my gym back. Yeah. Hey man, man. There's uh, there's like eight hundred thousand miles of gym in this county. Go hit the pavement. No, I don't want to. I was pissed. That was still getting charged. Were you getting charged? No, uh, man. I went after them on social media, and then they finally broke down and went, "Okay, we'll we'll refund." That it. was no. one of the first things that happened because I called and asked, and they said, "Yeah, don't worry. We're just going to freeze everyone's membership where it's at at that point, and then when it's open, we'll have you come back and you'll just pick up right where we left." No, off. that's they were, easy. That's they were easy still for you, though, charging it's a me. Small gym. It's they were still gym. charging me, and I went to UFIT. And right. so I went. I tacked them on social media just yeah, constantly, wor- and they finally. I'm not working out at a national chain, so that they, they, they treat you a little better. They, you fit did that on purpose. 
Don't lie. Don't 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 kid yourself. Oh, I know they, they did only on grease, They only greased the squeaky wheel. Oh, no, there's no question. Actually, they, they try to justify it by saying we still have expenses and overhead and we're still paying people. And, well, that's, that did it for me. We're still paying people? No, you're not. They're, if they're not working there. I, I said to them, the, 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 one of the biggest profit industries in the country is, is the car insurance. Because right? oh, yeah. their profits, not revenue, profits are in the billions. Oh, yeah. I said they're giving money back to their customers. But you're going to keep my money. State Farm, Allstate, I think were the first two big, uh, biggest mine, ones that uh, started Amica doing Mine gave us uh, really? 30, 30% back on the monthly. Wow. Progressive yep. caved. I think that they're doing 30% as well. State it's just Farm, be did a you credit. mention State Farm? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think Progressive was the last big one to do it, though. Yeah. They got pressured into doing yeah. it. Which Everyone is fine. Like, they should. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. I, I just went after them on Twitter, on Instagram, well, on Facebook. I hate car insurance anyway, because when do I get a credit? <laughs> I've had one. I've yeah. had two tickets in thirty-two years of driving. Damn, forty-two tickets, mm-hmm. and one of those tickets was because of an accident. I, I rear-ended somebody. I wasn't. I wasn't okay. paying attention the way I should. No, and I hit him. And and when do I get to stop paying car insurance? Now hold on, hold on, Never. because I just want to. Don't stop. have a car. I'm going to tell you a story. So instead of all, how many years did you say? Thirty-two. So thirty-two years <laughs> you've been paying car insurance. <laughs> you've had to use it twice. Or, or you're no, no, saying you've had, had two, two tickets. tickets? Two tickets. All right. I've had years. two tickets. Okay. So take that aside. How many accidents have you had? One. One. One of them was a ticket. Had you been putting that money into a savings account rather than paying out to an insurance company, whatever the damage was in that accident, you could have paid cash. Oh, no, no, for no. I could have retired pay. by now. That's what I'm saying. It's it's crazy. But don't worry. Someone else is retiring off of your yeah. premium. Workers comp. Workers comp is the same thing. You have you have a company that's been around for ten years and has never had one workers' comp claim, and you still pay the same premium. When when do I get when do I get a discount for being safe? Oh no, we can't do that because we got the law, lawmakers in our pockets. But that's a story for another day. Gotcha. Story for another day. But yeah, I I I, I I'm probably not going to watch NASCAR this weekend. Back to where we started at. I used to be a monster NASCAR guy. Mm-hmm. I, I went to the Daytona 500 twice. Um, I oh. used to watch it every Saturday. Susan and I used to sit down, and it was hmm. it was uh, probably 1998-99 through probably 2011-2012. And there came a point where they started changing the car radically, and they started making so many different changes, and then they changed the rules that it just got really boring. It was literally about who got out front, and then nobody else caught him unless he wrecked. And that, to me... That wasn't fun That's to watch. That's not fun to watch. It, it, it's, it's fun to, it was fun to watch the old cars. You could get them loose. You know, you can you can argue about Rubbins racing and all that stuff. But every every week, everybody seemed to have a chance. And it just got to the point where I'm just like, it's just really, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, I guess it's better than the 1965. AFL Championship. I I don't know because that's all the <laughs> that's the only other option you got right now. Wow, wow, yeah. Was well, I don't think the AFL was even around in '65. No, I don't think the so. The NFL, AFL. No, I don't think so. No, that was the Super Bowl then. No, they were in the '60s. I think they started in the '60s because the AFL was around for seven years. Well, that was the Super Bowl three with the Jets Super, and the Colts. Super Bowl one and two was uh, the AFL NFL Championship and right. the. The first nickname Super Bowl was, I think, three, and that was Hank Stram. But that was they started calling it Super Bowl on the third one. Right. Uh. And I think after, yeah, it was, it was, it, yeah, there was an AFL championship. We're just gonna go with it. All right, sure. The, Good AFL enough. AFL championship, nineteen sixty-five. It wins. Um, so sticking with this, I mean, to, to get away from that craziness, 
And I'm glad Richard's here because I wanted to get his his put on. Have you, either of you guys watched The Handmaid's Tale? Nope. No. And I'm bringing this up because Amy got lost. <laughs> I didn't see Amy for a week. You want to know why? Hold on. Because she got addicted to this show. What's that, Hulu? Yes, it it's, it's on Hulu. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, and I'm going to tell you the premise. This and, show is massive. And I'm glad that you're here because I, I, I want to run a scenario by you. Okay. Ironically enough, during this I don't think stupid you're as tight, pandemic. Mike. Huh? I don't think you're as tight. Yeah, okay, you're funny. <laughs> so Handmaid's Tale starts... I She watched three seasons. I think it's like... It's 10, 13, and 13 are, are the three seasons. And wow. the third season, I guess, just That's came out. a lot of episodes, though. And this has the girl from uh, The Invisible Man and Mad yes. Men is in it. Yes. Yeah, she, she's been in a uh, lot Mad of Men. stuff. She plays yeah. a very good traumatized person, let me she tell was, you. Uh, did you watch Mad Men? Uh, every episode. She was the... Um, Basically, no, every Draper's, episode. Draper's right hand man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every episode. Well, well, you, no, it's like every episode. Well, you well, said let me you tell had. You, who she was. you yeah. said you hadn't seen The Handmaid's Tale, so I didn't know no. if you knew which one she was. In, 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 oh no, in, I know who she is. Yeah. Hold on, okay. let me turn oh, yeah. your mic off here real quick. <laughs> what is it? Moss? Mm, I don't know. I'll look it up while Mike tells you, the story. You, you look it up. So I start watching. I kind of knew what the show was about. It's like this fictional environment where these they're handmaids and they're basically their job is to breed what what's circa uh current current oh, day yeah it's right a, it's, now it's like 24th a, century it's, it's like a dystopian it, it's, world yeah. it's oh. pr- present day apocalyptic like the united states is no more canada is now this canada military <laughs> no it's it's not it's the opposite of what canada is now elizabeth there's no moss. nice people left huh? elizabeth moss yeah that's moss. it yeah i know so it starts off with Women start losing money. They're not allowed. All of a sudden, this happens like over the course in the show. I'm guessing it's supposed to be a couple months, a couple weeks, whatever. It happens rapidly. Sort of like a Planet of the Apes. Very, <laughs> very similar. Okay. Um, she's checking. All of a sudden, her bank account is frozen. She's got no money. And now all of a sudden, it's been deemed that women can't work. And then all of a sudden, the United States falls apart and... She gets captured and sent off to this commune type thing where they're basically slaves for for the most part. But it's all legal. Like this is the way the country is now. Like there's only two states left in the America in America. It's like Alaska and something else, DC maybe. I, I think that that's it. Um, but the reason I'm going with this is because of how quick everyone's rights were gone. Like it was just all of a sudden. Wow. Mit- uh, military in the streets with machine guns, like hoarding these women off to these commune commune places, where now they have to basically just breed for high scale citizens that can't have kids. Um, and that's their job. That's their job. And that if you get out of line, you get hung. Um, and it's not. And it's not a job as in you get a paycheck each week. It's a job like you're, you're allowed on, to stay like you're on a cotton plantation in eighteen. Yeah, like you're going to do what you're told, and you, there's no reward. Yeah. Like whatever. Damn, you know, oh, I'm sorry, man. But but what had the reason I brought this up is I'm like, man, because now I can't go to the gym. They took away my movie theater. Like all this shit happened in a matter of what a days? Week? Oh, days, uh, days. And it just like, man, this is almost. I'm watching the first few episodes because she always watches shit that I want to watch. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm three episodes in. I I'm going to watch something that she watches, and I'm going to try and get into it. And I'm gonna not, it. It does pull you in, and all of a sudden that thought process to like, th- yeah, this is a TV show. It's fiction and all that stuff. But I'm like, no, no, this just happened to us loosely over the course of like you said days. The government shutting down businesses, saying you can't do this. Uh, sports leagues were down, closed. The uh, football's gone. Like 
all of a sudden our favorite stuff to do is gone. I can't go see a movie. I can't go work out. I can't go to a restaurant. All because the government says, well, there's there, there's a pandemic. And I was like, man, it's not that far-fetched as, as the TV show makes you think. It's not even close. You are you are so off base. <laughs> you are so... Am I? Yeah, you are. All right, I'll, I want to go see a movie tonight. Wait a minute, what part? Okay, what, what right have you lost? I'm saying the premise... But the, what the right? Pre- but what rights have you lost through this, the, Greg? I'm saying the premise. I can't go do stuff that I want to do now because the government closed but that businesses. Doesn't, that doesn't mean you lost your rights. That means you're being a little bit inconvenienced because you don't get to do exactly what you want to do. Have you have you lost the right to own a gun? How many how many jobs have you worked on in the past month? Uh, three or four. Have you have you lost the right to drive over to my house? Okay, Depends how many what, people? Well, actually, well, how had, many people are jobless curfew, because of what, the government? But what if the curfew went into effect? Okay. Okay. A curfew then, went into effect. Right. Then you couldn't come Pinellas? over at a certain time. Was it well, Pinellas actually, or, or well, I remember in Hillsboro they were Hillsboro had a the, yes. But that was for only three days and then the EPC Greg, decided. Don't this take a bad it addition. literal. <laughs> I'm not saying the handmaid's tale is real life. I, I know you're not. I'm just saying the premise of the government having the quick ability to all of a sudden say, You can't go do this. Well, I, I seem to remember Nick being the person that told you that if you want any security, you have to give up a little bit of your liberty. I'm cool with that. I, so, I, I I get that, but we're talking about a flu. We're not talking about uh, an invasion or anything. I'm just okay. talking about something that came out and all of a sudden businesses closed, schools closed. A large part, I would say a majority of this country was shut down because of the government. The United States. I'm so, just so t- you think you would rather see all those kids go to school and get sick? Who's to say they were going to get sick? Who's to say they weren't? How many kids have died? That's not the point. What, you know, it's you, absolutely you the point. you know why they haven't died? Because they didn't go to fucking school. How do we know they were going to? Because they're but required by law to the, go to school. Okay. The Actually, you know what's weird about that? That the least likely to get the coronavirus hmm. are children. Imagine that. Well, why is that, though? If anything, they should be more well, susceptible. It depends on what channel you're watching today, it, well, if you want to believe that or not. You are No, you are 100% I right. Know. If so, you watch one channel, it's this. You watch another channel, it's this. I do not, but, but, I do not feel that any of my rights have been infringed upon here. I do I'm not, not like, talking I, about rights let at me, all. Let me finish. I do not like the fact that I can't get straight answers about anything. That's my that's my problem with that. That'll never thing. change. It's well, always that, been that, that way. I, because I know that. The outright I know corruption that. and hypocrisy. I, that, I agree. That's that's all I'm I'm getting to, Richard and Greg, is the fact that in the blink of an eye, all of a sudden we can't go do stuff because the government told us it's not safe. Right. The over and this is indisputable. The overwhelming number of of deaths were this were from the elderly, and people were susceptible to sickness. Did you hear what DeSantis said? Ninety three percent, right? Ninety three percent of the coronavirus deaths in the state of Florida have been people over the age of 60. Well, that's because 98% of the people in Florida are over <laughs> 60. But that is a devastating... But you, you think did about, say God's waiting room. But we're 23 million people in this state. And that only, is a devastating statistic. That's 23 million people that only 40,000 people have it. How that's many, true. If we had not shut everything down, how many people have it and how many people have died? Yeah, what that's, they, that's what one of the did, things we'll never know. What they did here is no different than if you are, have a favorite restaurant and the health inspector walks in and finds salmonella all over the drink machine and rotten meats, and they shut it down, shut it down. For, a health, for, a health, for health reasons. You may not like the fact that they shut down everything, but they did what they did. 
I don't. I'm not saying it was justified. I'm not saying it isn't justified. I'm saying that they saw, they saw Italy, and panicked. Mm-hmm. That's what they saw. They saw Italy and panicked. And as far as I'm concerned, I would rather err on the side of caution for a month or so than us lose another half a million Americans, no matter what their age is. Under, I, and I understand where you're coming from. I just wanted to play devil's advocate there for a because we, haven't, we what, haven't argued in a while. You know he what country has the oldest the population in Europe? He just wanted to twist the knife. That's I all. did. I did. We haven't done it in a while. You know how yeah, much I love yeah. you. You know, what, you know what country <laughs> has the oldest population in Europe? What country? Yeah. The oldest? Yes. In Europe. Oh, that would definitely be Kenya. You just mentioned it. Italy. Italy. Is it, oh, yeah. It makes sense. Makes it's, a good pizza. It, it, yeah. Well, it's Italy, and you know what? <laughs> you look if you look at this. Okay, Florida has twenty two and a half million people, and we have forty thousand. I think today it was forty one thousand and change confirmed cases. Okay, Massachusetts has like two hundred and something thousand confirmed cases, and they don't have anywhere near the population. But if you look at the way Boston is built, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, New York City. Those cities were built, bef- and, and the first time I went to Philadelphia, it was absolute culture shock. Before I knew what was happening, I was driving the wrong way down a one-way street in Philadelphia. It completely fucked me up because it was built when there were no cars. You didn't have to worry about where you parked your horse, and people live right on top of each other. You can drive down a four-lane street in Philadelphia, and it's just houses and houses and houses, and it's one Seven Eleven. And if you want to go buy a cup of coffee at that Seven Eleven in the morning, you're literally 12 deep in line to get that cup of sure. coffee. Now, Florida's not like that. We have a gas station on every corner. We have thousands of... 50% right, of them, right, which are 7 Right, right. But not everybody is at one place. And if you look at where this has really hit hard, it's Miami, Los Angeles, the three counties New York City. Right. We have 40,000 cases in the state of Florida, and 25 and change of them are in the three counties in the greater Miami area. That's right. That's over half. We only have... Three and a half million people in the Tampa Bay area, and we have 1,672 cases out of three and a half million people. Right. It, and, and then everybody's like, well, you know, Nebraska's not locked down. Somebody made that comment on Facebook this week, and I said, that's because it's 90% corn. So you're talking about population density. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's where it's really bad, and I think that's what scared them. When you look at a school, especially Pinellas County, Pinellas County is so dense, and there are so many schools that if one kid got that, and went to one school, and then that they, he gave it to what twenty five thousand kids, and then that one kid went to a track meet. That's where they that's where they freaked out because then those kids go home and they give it to their parents. It sucks not being able to do what we want to do, but I mean, if 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 the schools had stayed open and my son would have been in high school and he'd have caught it from somebody and died, I'd have been devastated. Yeah, I, this just derailed like a Tiger Woods no, SUV. No, no, it it did. And 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 I, I I understand where you're coming from because because the Handmaid's Tale. I'm just talking about a TV show. No, I, I know you were. I, I will give you a bit bit of trivia about that show. On that show, the women are not allowed to read and write. So if you look, is that right? Yes, death penalty. They can't yep. read. Holy death penalty! Every piece of merchandise. Shit. They will hang them in the street. Every piece of merchandise on that show has just a picture label on it, and they have to specially make every piece of merchandise on it. Watch Richard, it. this show is it's, it's, bonkers. I refuse it, to. I'm not going to watch it. The, there's, there's. How do I say this? It's not entertaining to watch it. It's fascinating because of the and because of the story and what I'm. And again, I'm only three episodes deep. 
And I've already of seen three seasons. You've only watched the first three seasons. First three, three first episodes episode of season of one. Season one. And, and I'm you're hooked. And I'm already like, wow. This and Amy said that from the beginning. That's I'm like a testament, man. Because she said it first. Uh, her friend Nicole is one who kept just pestering her for weeks. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. I'm like, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching it. So finally, she was like, fine. I'm gonna watch it just just to see what's going on because she kept telling me to watch it. I didn't see her for a week. I'm but like, I thought it's you about, weren't going to watch this. She goes, I can't explain it. It just sucks you in. It's it's kind of a, from what I've read about it, it's a, a female thing because it the whole show is based around females and women regaining their, empowering themselves. When fighting, you said that, are you, are you saying system. that you think the show caters more to women? Is that why you said that? Yeah, it's, I think, it, oh, it, it does. I, because, I, I would say so. Because all the women get their rights taken away, and Elizabeth Moss is, from what I understand, she's kind of like the leader of the resistance. Caesar. It's, it's <laughs> after three sort episodes, of. there. well, because throughout the show, throughout the episodes, she's narrating it in her mind. Like, she's narrating her feelings on, on what, you know, she and she makes some great sarcastic remarks too, but it's stuff that she would not, the character would not say out loud because she'd be shot. Okay. Um, for instance, th- wow. there's a girl in the group of handmaids that are run by, picture a, uh, like a, a group of nuns, and then there's a main nun that, that runs all the rest of them. Yeah. There she, is. She, that's true, actually, in Catholicism. She's like a, she like a scoutmaster or whatever. Uh, Mother Superior. There you go. Yeah. So she runs the rest of them. She enforces the punishments. She does all this stuff. Um, there was... And they all wear the same uniform, right? Think, yes, the red is robes. Is all women? All women. Have to wear the think same thing? Think of this woman. Yes, they're handmaids. Woman, Richard. They're yeah. handmaids. Think of this woman. Shame. Yeah, shame. <laughs> shame. shame. <laughs> so, again, within three episodes, there is a girl that's found out that she's a lesbian. They hang her. They hang her because she can't have kids anyway. So the girl that is the girlfriend or the wife, she can still have kids. She's still allowed. She still has the ability to to have a baby. So they choose not to kill her. They just cut out the part of her lady parts that makes her enjoy it. And now, and then the this mother superior says to her, "Now you're not going to want to do it, but you can." Or some like that along that line. So I'm wow. like, wow, that is hairs of my just it's went up on that man. Cold. It's e- it's it's really. She wakes dark up in a she wakes up like in a surgery room or something like that, and then she lifts her robe up because she doesn't know what happened. Like she, she 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 woke up. She's like, she's you can tell she's visibly confused. She lifts up her robe and she's got like surgical gauze and in, in the triangle, and she she doesn't know what happened. And then the mother tells her, so you know that basically your punishment. Now back to work. <laughs> Isn't isn't there a, a part of the storyline is that there's there, uh, there's a lot of sterility that has happened with the women, and they're not able to or do I have that mixed up? with The another? handmaids are the ones that are able to uh, have kids. But the but like they they're like pro, they're like pimped out basically to Here's, families that uh, that want to have kids, yes, but the wife can't. Exactly. So it's 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 like we've taken away everything because the rich and the powerful can't have kids and they want kids, so we're just going to subjugate you so that we can continue to populate species. So is there like an oligarchy? In the in the you no, know, there's, no, the there's ruling, no Olive Garden at all. Ruling, it, <laughs> there's no bread. <laughs> no, like a ruling elite class. Yes, yes, okay. yes. There absolutely is because there's elite class wives that want to have kids that can't. So that's what the handmaids are so for. So how do they get that? Pri- oh, you don't know yet. I, I'm only three episodes in. Uh, money, 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 money. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, there's freaking China. Man. There's a scene where um, a guy was that a, a guy was actually found. Did you to love this courtroom scene? 
they, they bring this guy in, and he's charged with um, rape. He raped one of the handmaids, and someone found out about it. Pretty sure that's how it goes. Um, See, based on the premise, he probably gets a, an award or a medal. So or he something. comes <laughs> into the courtroom. The guy reads the charges against him, and instantly says, "Okay, you're guilty." Next, like, then, and the punishment is they put him out in front of this big circle of handmaids, and they beat the shit out of him until he's dead. You know what? That's justice. And yes, and I was kind of thinking, like. They must have really had an enjoyment on that because he raped one of theirs. Right. So they just they went to town on him and killed wow. him. It's but again, the reason I bring it up is because the rights and everything were stripped away in days. It it felt like basically two you know, episodes. Well, that's, if I can add to, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, dude. Uh, I was just gonna say uh last night, and this is rare because my wife Ann doesn't do this normally, mm-hmm. you know, where uh I, I get into bed and then she just leans over and just asks me a very serious question. She doesn't do that normally. I mean, that's rare. Okay. She says, she says, where do you think we're going to be 20 years from now? Oh, and I said, you mean you and me? Or, or what do you mean? She goes, no, this country. What do you think is going to happen to it? I said, well, it depends who wins the next election. She says, what do you mean? I said, because I think we can stave off socialism if Trump wins the next election for right. four years. And she says, and I said, we're not going to be a constitutional republic in a, in a little while. I, I don't see it happening. I don't see. I think the Constitution is still going to be there, but it's just going to be a document. A and we're still going to be the United States of America, but we're going to look totally different. And I mean, that terrifies me. But that I, is I, why I brought up this. I'm show. a student of history, mm-hmm. and I read a lot, and that terrifies me. That that especially what just came out. Mm-hmm. You know what just came out? How it's just a tremendous conspiracy between so many different entities. You know, and everybody thought they'd get away with it, and they would have. Which? What, what, what are you talking about? What, what I well, miss? Just, d- 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 well, there's a, there's a new conspiracy every day. There's a there's a conspiracy for the Democrats to bitch about with Republicans. Yeah, there's but which one, one are you talking about? There's, there's, well, there's, there's hard evidence I mean, what happened. There's been the Russian collusion. There's been Flynn. No, there's been well, all that on. stuff. Which one are you talking about specifically? The Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, and the Obama administration conspired to literally get their foot in the door on the Trump transition team before he became president. Wow. The, well, there's no, the, the evidence is overwhelming. Right. I mean, I mean it's clearly overwhelming. I, I mean, I can break that down. I, I listen and read constantly about this stuff. But the glove but, didn't fit. But be, the only thing that stopped True. it, and it came out three and a half years later, it took three and a half years for that to kind of seek light. And the only reason it sought light is because Trump won the 2016 election. That's it. Wow. Well, I, I actually downloaded to my phone the order from the FISA judge when he actually realized that they used fake dossier, fake propaganda, you know, opposition, opposition research to get a FISA warrant. I actually downloaded the order from the judge saying he is appalled at what the FBI did to get a warrant. That's coming from a FISA judge. Is that, is that the one that's up at UCF? or I don't even know what a FISA judge is. Uh, FISA, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Okay. Okay, that came out as a result of 9 11. That's kind of part of the Patriot thing? Yes, the Chief okay. Justice of the Supreme Court, which is Roberts, he appoints the FISA judges. Okay, These, this is literally, this is circumventing the Fourth Amendment, you know, rights against search and seizures, because you can get a warrant in secrecy. 
Right, which completely. is part of, part of the Patriot Act. Part Patriot, of the Patriot Act. Patriot Complete Act. secrecy getting a warrant. Think about that. Now, every warrant has to be based on probable cause, correct? Right. right. They used a fake dossier that a ex-MI6 agent created, literally created. He's already sworn under testimony that he doesn't know any of it is right. But they used it to get a FISA warrant. So they can spy on Carter Page, who's an American citizen, who was also a CIA asset. Because every time he'd go overseas, he'd come back and brief the CIA on what he'd seen. But Carter Page was part of Trump's transition team. So they used the FISA court to get a fake warrant to spy on Carter Page, an American citizen, on the Trump transition team. Just because she was working for Trump? Because they wanted to get in on Trump. They wanted to destroy his presidency. This, this was wow. a soft coup. Now, I've, I'm keeping Ann on the, on the loop on all of this because I'm telling her factually what's happening. Like, I had to read the order, the mm-hmm. parts I, I showed what the judge said about the FBI. But I honestly think that our constitutional republic is in serious jeopardy. Because I'm, I'm seeing what's happening out there. Right. And I'm reading what's happening out there. And I'm, I'm afraid, man. I really am afraid. But it's not, just, it's not just the Democrats either. And it's not just the Republicans. And it's not just socialists. And it's not just communists. It's anybody, as far as I'm concerned, that is elected to a position that they're supposed to be working for us. It's literally like, it's literally like going to school, growing up, and get elected, and then getting elected into the mob. As soon as they get that p- that position, whether it's city council, hey, when I worked for Dick Face Croupy down here, he had one of the city councilmen in his back pocket. He bribed him every month because he wanted to be able to work in the city of St. Petersburg, and the city of St. Petersburg did not like his his, his paving process, and he paid a, a city councilman every month. And I didn't know about this until after I left because I didn't pay attention to it. Every month, that guy would go to the city council meetings and push the city to use this process. And they're like, no, we've used it before. It sucks. It never works. It falls apart, blah, 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 blah. Paid him every month. He's a city councilman, and he's on the take. So it starts the second that you're a PTA member or you're the head, head dude at the soup kitchen and you're taking all the good food home for yourself. As soon as anybody in this country gets put in a position of power, they abuse it for themselves. I think it's almost impossible, especially with D.C., to go there and not get corrupted. I agree. I, I think it's almost impossible. I mean, there are some good guys out there, sure. some good women, obviously, but I, I just think that it's almost impossible to go there. And, you know, Greg's talking about local government. but I, I'm I, talking I, all the way to the top. Yeah, I, I don't every, th- every last one of them motherfuckers. I, I, I just don't think it's even remotely possible to go there, to physically get immersed in that environment, and not become let's, corrupted. Let's say I, I can't off the top of my head. I don't know how many representatives are. Five hundred and twenty something. Five hundred thirty-five representatives. Yeah, I love uh, it. Yeah, he's he's that's he's, why I love having he's Richard ridiculous in here. To brilliant. Okay, so let's say Mike, you get elected. It's a free history class. You get elected as the as one of the representatives from the Tampa Bay area, and you say, "I'm going to work us. for change. I'm a good guy. You don't break any rules. You love your wife. You you don't cheat on her. You don't beat your dog. You don't kick your kids." I'm going to Steve Rogers this yep. shit. And you get to Washington D.C. and you say, you know what? I'm here for change. And 534 people turn around and look at you and go, do you want to keep breathing? Yeah, it's uh, they keep you off committees. They'll do whatever. They'll make your life a living hell. They'll, dude, they'll they'll kill you. Yeah, right. They, they will kill you. Well, that was the movie Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart. That's mm-hmm. what that was about. The distinguished man. gentleman with Eddie Murphy was yeah. a, a base loosely right. based on that. It was the right. same fucking thing. It's and, and it is and it and it sucks. It, it sucks. And I I want to believe that. If I were to be elected to a legacy, a U.S. House or a U.S. Senator, that I would be incorruptible. I like to believe that. Are you kidding me? I'm thinking about writing you in for president this year. 
<laughs> at this point. Well, you could write in Daffy Duck, and it still still have better options. Yeah, but I'd feel better about myself. For but saying do you think? I, I honestly believe that I cannot be corrupted, and if I lose the next election, so be it, because that's what the founding fathers wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with the U.S. House, he wanted you to go serve your community and then go the fuck back home. Well, yeah, that's but they weren't making one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year for life when that happened. And either. then a lifetime, yeah, you, lifetime you did salary, it because yeah. you cared about your country. Which is why they had the right intentions, and which is why the only thing that'll fix this, which will never happen, is term, term limits. limits. Yeah, I know. Did you see how I said the same thing as Richard? Damn right. Well, we've, we've, me a Coke. we've said it several times, and I've said it the whole time. Somebody, so the twenty eighth amendment, man. The, the tweet the other day, and you know what? I'm not, I'm not picking a horse in this race. I'm really not because I don't, I really don't know what the hell I'm going to do come November. I honestly, I'm, 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 I'm scared to death. Yeah. Somebody, it was one of the people that we were trolling on Twitter, and and the guy was oh, the guy, which one, uh, 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 Doctor Anthony or lawyer Anthony, oh lawyer, lawyer Anthony, and he makes a comment about how even though um, Biden had sexually harassed somebody, it's still a better it's still a better pick than Trump, and I replied, I got to be honest with you, I don't know if that's how I honestly feel about it, but. The reason that I would not vote for Biden at this point is because he's been there 50 years, and I accomplished more in my garage last week than he has in. And, and you know what? 50 the, years. 50 years. I told my wife. I said, you know, Biden's been in office longer than you've been alive. Yeah, but he now. That's but now, the problem. But now it is the problem. But that's now problem. he's going to fix it. Now well, yeah, he's going to fix it. Yeah. And that's not me making fun of Joe Biden. That's me making fun of every career politician in Washington D.C. How long has Pelosi been in? in Pelosi and and um, Schumer and McConnell, all of them have been there forever, and and it doesn't get any better for us. So, if you you know what, NFL rules, NFL rules. If you get elected and shit doesn't get better for your constituents and you don't have a winning record in two years, your ass is the fuck out, and somebody else is in there. Oh, and by the way, you don't get paid either. My favorite is when they say, "Elect me, so I can fix what the fuck I did two years ago." Yeah. I'll fix because when the law when it when it becomes law when the president signs it into law and they say well we didn't know that was going to happen fuck of course you knew that was going to happen you wrote the goddamn bill or you signed off on it so elect me so I can fix the law that was written and signed by the president well, you fucking hate hey it hey to Mike the thanks for Mike thanks for hiring me to build your house um I completely fucked it up but hey if you pay me again that's right I'll go back and oh yeah do the same exact thing I'm going to build this house <laughs> twice as worse that's right just yeah. keep paying me. Yeah, you, you know how I use a shitty wire throughout the house? Yeah, well, hire me again, and I'll replace the wire. That's oh. crazy. So, but back to the, the Handmaid's Tale. You started this, you I fuck. Know. <laughs> it's a perfect analogy. Yeah, you did, Hey, actually. dude, with Richard here, we've got to talk about smart stuff, because oh, I, I feel like I, I don't want to waste an opportunity. I agree. I agree. But I specifically wanted to bring that up because you were here because of, like you just said, hey, the overall the- vision and the comparison, loosely, Greg, <laughs> as to what happened on that show <laughs> and what happened recently with this virus, is it, it's kind of scary. Look, after Ozark and The Mandalorian, I need something now. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just they shut a light off and rights are gone. Just like that. And then there's people in the streets with M16s or M4s telling women to get in a van because now you got a new job and it's a baby maker. God damn. It's, it's, I'm in episode three, Richard. Three. Well, to be completely honest. To be fair. That, to be fair, <laughs> that is the reason the Second Amendment exists. And people, and people say, why do you need automatic rifles? You know what? You're right. You don't need them to hunt you don't. deer. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need them to hunt deer. But what happens, what, what happens in that situation? Honestly, in that situation, all you have at that point is the militia. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's what exactly we are. Right. And and 
I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there are people out there that everybody should be able to own guns. There are people that don't deserve to have a gun. There are people oh, that don't deserve people to have a shouldn't. toaster. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what, what, how, how, how the fuck do you fix it? I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't know. The people, the people here have to care enough about taking care of themselves and each other to make a change, and they don't. They want to. They want to get up in the morning. They want to go out to the the, the the sofa. They want to turn on the prices right. They want to grab a bag of Cheetos. And they want to put their hands down their pants. Yeah, it's and well, I mean, to wrap this craziness up, like Richard was saying, it's scary to to think about what it could be twenty years from now, ten what, years from now. What can happen is scary. Yeah, what the, you, what the you possibility, to, yes, what to you, this country. What you have to have faith That's in. That's what scares the shit out of me. What you have to have faith in is that. This weekend, my in-laws came over for Mother's Day, and we cooked we cooked dinner for them. And we, there, my father-in-law made the joke, "What game are we going to watch?" Right? Game? We, yeah, because we because oh. he and I always watch a football game or a baseball oh. game together. And we put on Match Game '73 from 1973. So we were watching the match game with them because that was popular when they were younger, and we're laughing and we're joking and everything. And somebody had made the comment the about... The one with Gene Rayburn, the host? Yes, oh. yes. Just because you can get it on, on Amazon Prime. Show. Yeah, you Yeah, uh, Amazon Prime, just search match games. They've got, they've got almost all of them. And somebody somebody made the comment... <laughs> Son of a bitch, I lost my, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what game were you going to watch? Yeah. Match um, game 73. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I smell smoke. Deposit to, to, re, to regain focus there. So we're watching the match game, and my mother-in-law had made the comment about how, wow, game show contestants acted so different back then. And my father-in-law goes, yeah, because nobody wants to see him now unless they're jumping around, freaking out, acting like a fucking weirdo. Right. So my point being, you have to have faith and hope that what we see on the TV writing for one side or the other is like 2% of either end. And most of the people in the middle are normal, and would be able to group together in a situation. Oh, I firmly believe like that, that today. I right, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? That. You have you have to have that faith. I, I I think we all want to believe that people deep down are good. I don't know if I do anymore. I, I think that I think you have a, a good mix, but there's 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 got to be enough of us that we could at least make a dent. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I I I tell you what. When I swore Dylan is in this boat, I was in this boat, you were in this boat. When we took our oath of service, we swore to protect the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. In today's society, how many people that are in the Army would blindly follow those orders if they were starting to tell them to go to houses and just start taking people's kids or wives? How many people would actually—you see, see what I'm getting at? I, 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 it, it's not something I want to think about. It really isn't because— it could get dark quick. Yeah, wow. I'm but. a glasses half full guy. I perm I firmly I, believe I want to be that way. And and I say that for a reason because outside of the bullshit you see on the news and we see on the news on a daily basis of how the over the the protesting and the just the stuff you see on TV that just looks totally ludicrous and they they always put the worst of the worst on TV. I go to Publix, I go to the bank, I go to the movies hopefully again soon. I see enough people opening doors for other people. I open doors for other people. I, I, feel I let that people way. that look like they may be in a hurry to go step in line in front of me. I will let a person turn before I turn. Um, I, I see enough of that in daily normal life. I haven't lost hope for that. I always talk about the people that I get pissed off when I go out in public. The asshole behind me in the theater that's kicking my seat, or the dummy sitting next to me chewing with their mouth open. 
there are people that are ignorant. We always joke but, about that because yeah, it's, it's funny. funny. But but honestly, I run into very few people in public that are acting like an ass to you. Absolutely. They may be having. They may you may laugh at them because they're having a bad day. But you're right. I see people let people go. I, I hope I hope that's the case. Now the fact of the matter is that in today's society, with the way that people view social media and things on TV, they don't want to see normal. They want to see. What, there's a whole channel on Pluto TV that's designated to that fail army. Mm-hmm. To that what? Fail army, where people are skateboarding and they fall oh, on yes, the bus. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Ridiculousness. They want to see off-the-charts craziness. Yeah. Cra- yeah, just... They don't... Right. You, you see what I'm saying? So, so there's, I, think, I think there's more of it. And, and the news is ratings-driven, and it should not be ratings-driven. But because the people that own the TV stations are money hungry, yep. they are not going to put something on that does not pe- get people to watch. I would almost rather than just take the fucking news off because it's not news anymore. Nope. It's 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 it's, spons- it's sponsored commentary, and just put just give me some game shows. I don't I don't care if you rerun, um, you know, Tic Tac Doe or or whatever we used to watch when we were kids. I like we've said before. I remember <sighs> when Petticoat Junction. Yes, those sisters. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> anything. So right before Genie. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about something that makes us I think happy. To, to, okay, to, to wrap this up, I, like what you were saying with the military, yeah, it instantly instantly brought to mind the one of the last scenes of a few good men when the two Marines that were convicted of whatever, and the one was confused. Said, we we did what we were told. He goes, "No, that's not what we were supposed to stand we up." Took for. advantage, yeah. of it, yeah. The, and the I can't remember the the character's name. That the the bigger black guy, yeah, had to explain to the other guy, "No, we were wrong because we were supposed to protect him, not not." Right, not, you know, not, not just let it happen. Well, I, I had a sergeant major. Sorry, you weren't done. No, I was just going to say I firmly believe that if shit hit the fan, that the overwhelming majority of the military members would do the right thing. I think because that's why they joined the military at all echelons. I think from O tens down to E ones, you'd have ev- people at every rank that would be like, "This is not this, this ain't is, right. This is not a good order. It's not what this we is, signed. This up is for. not what we signed up for." I had a sergeant major tell us we had a we had an NCO um, meeting, you know, squadron meeting where you go and you sit and you do your little NCO training. Um, and as the NCOs, you're kind of the backbone. You know, you're the middle leaders. You're on the front lines. I had a sergeant major tell us that you have to be smart enough to know a lawful and an unlawful order. You have to know when you're being told to do something that's ethically wrong, and when you're being told to do something that's morally wrong. He said, "Here's the problem, though. If a if a sergeant tells a corporal." To go jump in a lake, and you know that it's an awful order. When you come to me to complain, you better be wet. <laughs> wow! <laughs> right? That's funny. I, wow. You kind of got it. So, but then you're like, "But wait a minute! That means that he tells me to kill a family that I know is wrong. So I kill the family, and they go, oh, hey, Sergeant Major, guess what? Sergeant Johnson told me. What do you, What do you do? If it came to that, I would like. I do believe that they would do the right thing." I, and they would stand up for the people they were sworn to protect. I think a majority of the people would, because I do feel that there's a lot of people in the military that have a lot of American patriotism in them. But there's also, I would like to see the Venn diagram on the people that joined the military because they love the country, the Venn diagram. and the people that joined the country because they wanted a job, and I'd like to see that cross-section. Right. right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a good point. Okay, so NASCAR on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> so back to Handmaid's Tale. Um. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I just, I man, just you're bringing up the handmaid. Yeah, handmaid's handmaid's tale yep. took us in like four different directions. Yep. Way and, to go, Mike. And just scared the shit out of us all. I mean, Very I didn't nice. sleep tonight. Very nice, Mikey. Um, 
so what, what else you got? <laughs> Is there anything else? I mean, I, you know what? We saw something last week that kind of excited us. We talked about it on, on our, our little um, oh. our little text chain there that we got, and that's um, oh, what they're God. talking about trying to do for the hockey playoffs. Yes, let's talk about something that oh. matters. The NHL. Yeah. So what it looks like they want to do is they want to just go right into the playoffs. Yes. They're talking about doing it at six or seven different arenas, maybe out west with limited or no fans. The season um, stopped at what, 70, 71 games? It was damn near the end. Right, yeah. we're, we're talking weeks away. Right. Okay. Yeah, there was, there was not much left. I think there were some teams that had not made it to 70 yet. I, we were right in that range, 68 to 72. Um, what they have proposed was a 12-team playoff. 24. So, I'm sorry. Tw- yes, 24, yes. 12 per conference, which I have not been able to find, but they said that there would be a six-game play-in, much like the NCAA tournament does with Love the last it. one. I, I think that's a good idea. I think they need to go 10 teams. I think 12 is too many. Yeah. I, 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 I feel about it like this. The opening round being best of three, I think, eliminates that. That worry, but they're not going to do Man, an extra. That'd be exciting, but, wouldn't it? But Three they're games? not going to do an extra round. That's the thing. They're not going to do an extra round. They're going to have eight teams make the playoffs, but they're going to give teams nine, ten, eleven, and twelve the opportunity to play in to the eighth seed. So what I think they've got is one through seven is is set. But because so many teams can hip hop each other, hip hop, hip 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 hop anonymous, yes, each other at the end of the season, <laughs> hungry, hungry you can be number ten with ten games and end up number eight, right. that they want to give those teams that opportunity. I think 12 is too many, but so you'd basically have, the only way I can figure out is you'd have 12 play 11, and then you'd have 10 play 9, and then you'd have those two winners play each other, and then you'd have that winner play number eight, and then number eight would be the eight, the, whoever won that game would be the seed. Eight that's seed. that's a six-game play-in, and then you do first rounds best of five, then best of seven, best of seven, best of seven. I don't care how they do it. I just think they should. When? They're talking they're talking mid June. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, first of all, how do you feel about it, Richard? Well, the first thing I text you guys, if you remember, yes. I said, well, there goes home ice. Such a valid point and yep. it never even hit me there's until no such you said thing, it. There's no such thing as home ice. It's like a national tournament. That's correct. It'd be like the Olympics. More That's or right. less, but yeah. for no, NHL you're right. teams. You're right. I don't yeah. even think it would be that great because if they're talking limited fans, what are you going to have? I, I just think Family home members? ice is so critical to playoffs. It is. It, it, I mean, it's phenomenal what, what it comes down to I playoff I think more games. so in any other sport. Yeah, because uh, it's, not no just, it's yeah. not just about having your fan base there. It's about knowing how your ice behaves in your, in your environment. Your rink. Yeah, your yeah. rink because uh, Tampa Bay ice is different than Detroit ice. Case it's different in, than Montreal ice. Case in point, at the old Joe Louis Arena, how the yellow end, uh, end boards were like rubber, and, no, the, that, and the wings wow. would bounce pucks you, off there. They knew where to hit those boards. Absolutely. You you know. Absolutely. You've seen it enough. It was known for having such a live board because those pucks would bounce off there like a rubber ball. That I was uh, just going to talk about the yellow rubber against the whole... Other, yeah. other rinks didn't have that. Right. The wings knew how to use that to their advantage for certain passes or dump and chase. Like... It's just it's one example of yeah. I mean, it's you wouldn't have that. No, look, it's going to be tainted no matter what they decide. It's, no, it's just going to be tainted. It's just right. I, I I don't see any other way around it. But right. at the NHL, I know they're really concerned about awarding the cup this year. Yeah, and and, and it's justified. I mean, I, I, get, I get it. it. I get it. So what would you rather see? Would you rather see them devise a system where they play in that situation, or you would you rather them say? 
we're just going to have to say no cup this year. You're Gary Bettman. You get to make the decision. What do wow. you do? Well, that would if that's the case, you're just going to give it to the Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. He should just actually, the Chicago Blackhawks. Man, that's you know, there's no win. There's they're, no they're win. They're like Richard. We need a setup to start Monday. How are we going to do this? Wow. What do you do? What do you do? Look, the tournament is a great idea. It is because at least it's it's fair, and I'm going to put fair in quotes. It's alternative. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't know, man. I, I just I hate the fact that there's not going to be home ice, and that's such a crucial part of playoffs. I agree. You? What What, what would you do? I. What I would do, I would have. The I would go to the where the date the season was officially canceled, and I take the eight teams that made the playoffs. It sucks. It's not fair. But that's the only thing I think you can legitimately do, and you play the playoffs in those cities with no fans in the home cities. It, it you follow the the playoffs from the tra- traditional format, but because now we're in May, I drop it to a best of five. Instead of best of seven. Instead of best of seven. See, I think because in the reason I say that we're in May now. We're we're almost we're, for all intents and purposes we are we're in May. We're at mid May. Right. This tournament is going to last another at least a month, or at or, least or, or a month, close to a month. The set uh, the 2020 season I believe will start on time in October. Right. You've got to get this playoff done, and those players need time to heal and you know rebound. You know get ready for camp in the next season so it can't be a traditional full-length playoff. Is there an asterisk? Yes, absolutely there is. It sucks, but if you're going to do it, personally, I don't think anything is going to happen. I think it's going to be a wash of a season, but if they had to do something, it better start quick, and it should be the eight teams, best of five. The Stanley Cup final, seven games. If it's if it's me, because you can't take the finals. If it's me, the perfect scenario is you allow the playoffs to happen in the cities for the teams represent, just so that they have their own rink to play in their arena. Yes, yes. in their arenas, you have to you have to have private charter jets available. You cannot have these people traveling uh, public transportation. They get those anyway. The the the, the teams Mo- have their most, own jets. Most of the time they do. You you are correct. I think I think they all do. There was a time when they didn't. Right. But if I'm the commissioner, I do this. I put together. The six arenas or the four arenas somewhere out where it's close, where it's uh, a 25-minute flight back and forth or whatever, and you have the eight teams that are there right now. First round is a round of three. Second round is a round of five. And then the conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals are seven games. And you play them out. And this is why. There are a lot of people in the NHL front offices that are laid, that are laid off right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your money that you will get just from advertising from the from the TVs are going to bring enough revenue in to make sure that these front offices and the NHL offices continue to make money. They lost a, they, if if there's no playoffs, that is a lot. It's devastating. A lot of revenue. Devastating. And the NHL was just getting to that point where their salaries are starting to creep to make them cap was going and, up every year. Yeah. And they can't not and not only that You've got to give these TV stations now. Now, I don't feel bad for ESPN because they've been making money hand over fist forever. And they fucked the NHL anyway, yeah, it, so. Well, uh, that, yeah. was, that was kind of a two-way street. They each kind of fucked each other. Yeah, fuck ESPN. Well, fuck Batman. <laughs> 
Him too. I mean, it was it was a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, that guy cannot ES- talk without booing. I mean, no, I love it. It's ES- impossible. ESPN should have been decent enough to say, "Hey, look, we get what happened here. You know, we'll kind of honor our contract." On the other hand, Bettman should have been man enough to say, "Hey, this is what's going to fucking happen if you want to keep these contracts." Yep. If you'd had if you'd had a man with some balls running the NHL, but yes, we'll blame we can blame both sides. You've got to you have got to capitalize on this revenue, and I know that. It's kind of a tainted cup, but on the other hand, it's just like equating guys in their senior year of high school or the senior year of college. You know, you had some teams that were that that might not look anywhere near what they looked like last year because that's what the, you know. I, but you, I think I think you have to have a tournament of some sort. I don't like the I don't like the getting twelve teams back together because let's let's face it. Let's say you're the twelfth team. Uh, the Blackhawks were the twelfth team, which is why I said, Ironically. "Color me shocked that they're going to go 12. Right. Let's say the Blackhawks go back to camp now. So these guys got to go back. The the, the 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 team has to pay for two and a half weeks of of pay and time and practice and doctors and everything, so that they can go play one game mm. and then go home. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? I get it. That's not fair to the team to me. That's why I think that you just you go the eight and eight. Shorter rounds, finals, even conference finals, seven games. But it's. I think the conference finals should be seven uh, games. I mean, at that point, you're talking the two because because you can you can make up two games in the first round. Mm -hmm. Best of three, I'm okay with that. You don't need best of five. You can go best of three because, really, unless unfortunately you're a Lightning fan (laughs) last year, the the one versus eight and the two versus seven matchups. It means nothing. Don't don't very often have the lower seed win. It can. And it has happened, but it's the four, five, and the and the seven, three that really the Kings were an eight seed and they won the cup. Yes, they were. And they it doesn't it doesn't happen a lot, but it but it does happen. It does happen. But you know what? You don't need five games to find out if that eighth team is better than that first team. It very rarely happens, and you know this as well as I do. Yeah, the number one team going into the playoffs rarely wins the cup. Yeah, don't win the Presidents Cup because it's like a death. Do not even. It's like winning. It's like winning the Heisman and then going after the national championship. It doesn't happen. I'll never forget in '97. I think it was '97 when the uh, when the Wings won the Presidents Cup. Like they're. And it, I mean, granted, it's tradition now with the conference. I, I know that the I know conference exactly titles. What you're talking about they go up, they lean in, they take a picture, they skate away. They want nothing to do with that with, with that trophy at all. It means nothing. It, it means really does literally nothing. But I don't think the playoffs are going to happen at all. I hope it does, but I, I don't think it's going to. You know, I, I read a really good article about all the teams that rented players for the playoff run, and the compensations and the play and the draft picks that they gave up. And to not even get a shot, and that's it. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and I, they can't say, "Hey, by the way, we made a mistake. Can we get back our number two draft pick for next?" Yeah, I mean, well, the Lightning are fortunately the Lightning are not really in that position. They're not. Most of the people are signed right long term. And, right. and when they did rent the two players, good now, and the other person I can't think of, they still have them for one more year. So, but but there's yeah. some teams, man, that. They're going to hurt. We'll see what happens, but whatever's going to happen, it better happen soon. It has to because, I mean, the NHL draft should be coming up here pretty quick. It's supposed to be. It's scheduled to, but um, (laughs) please don't fuck that up because the Wings should get the number one pick. But we'll see. Um, So, yeah, there's there's some bright spots there. What else you got? They could have gotten a goalie last year, but they decided to not listen to me. I did not understand why they didn't go for goalie last year. Um. I don't have a whole lot more. No? No. Are we tapped out? 
No, I'm not tapped out. I got a couple things I want to talk about, but I, I don't have a whole lot more. Go, man. Are what you, you out? You don't have anything? I mean, I I got a whole bunch of movie stuff to go to. Well, my stuff all relates to movies. So what do you say we take a break and we okay. come back and we go movies? Let me refill my water. And what it's I mean, it's not even called movie news anymore. It's Mike's mashup because <laughs> there's no movies to go see. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Let me tell you about our friends at Not Water Barbecue. Tell me. I Words escape me. So we just got done eating a three-pound bag of wings with the hot, the medium, and the mild pepper sauce. I do not eat hot, spicy foods. The, the hot is amazing. It's amazing. I, you can classify this differently because it's a hot sauce that actually tastes very, very good. I agree. It's which not, is tough to find. This is not a barbecue sauce. The barbecue sauce is coming. Um, thanks a lot, China. You've, you've yeah. slowed it down a little bit. Jerks. Jerk. No, I'm kidding. But they're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're suffering from the COVID thing, just like everybody else is, but they were able to get us some of the pepper sauces. And we just cooked the wings. Um, we partook. The marketing angel partook. We all love them. This is... this. You know what? I expected something good. I didn't expect something this good. Yeah, it's it's impressive. And one of the things I like about it, too, it's a it's a brand new business. It's run by a couple guys. It's done here, lo- not locally, but it's it's done here in the States, in Iowa. Um, it, it's an American company, it which is always good. But above and beyond all of that other stuff, this stuff tastes amazing. It's got flavor that has spice in, included in the flavor, and I'm cool with that. Uh, go to notwaterbarbecue.com. K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. Use the code FIGHTING10. That's FIGHTING, the number one, the number zero, FIGHTING10. Get 10% off your purchases. They have hats. They have shirts. They have the hot sauce. um, They have a rub that we have not tried, but we will be trying it soon. And um, thanks a lot, guys, for sponsoring us. Try it. Trust me. Try it, and you will love it. Ridiculously off the chain. We will be posting a picture of the the chicken wing plate. Yes, for sure. Not water barbecue with a K dot com. With a K? With a K. With a K. <laughs> okay, we are back. Want to do Mike's mashup, movie mashup, news mashup, Mike's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get through it so we can get Richard home on time. <laughs> All right. First thing that popped up that I was super excited about, and I was super excited because now there's a chance you guys will actually get to watch this. Uh-uh. DC Swamp Thing is going to be on CW this summer. I saw that. That's awesome. It's going to be on TV. Now, this excites me for two reasons. One, because you guys can see what I'm finally see what I'm talking about with how great this show is. Can okay. I guess what your second one is? What's the second one? That it's going to get good enough ratings that it'll be renewed for a CW God show. Goddamn right, Greg. Wow. That's exactly right. Crushed it. See? Air 5. Lead to season two right there. Notes on paper. Uh, so, yeah. So... For fuck's sake, Richard, watch it. It's on TV. Okay. I'll, you know what? I'll find out when it's on CW and I'll record it because it's a f- I haven't talked to anybody online. Even nobody has said this movie's this show sucked. Why did it get canceled? Not, not, not a single person. Show's incredible, and it's a grown-up show, and it's done perfectly, and it's exactly what it should have been. I was not disappointed at all. Uh, the next thing that was pretty exciting that was on uh, shit everywhere all over the internet the minute it broke right after May Fourth. Taquito Taquito. Takiyo Watiti yeah. is getting his own Star Wars movie. Taika Watiti. Oh, yeah. Taika Watiti. I, I read about that. The Ragnarok guy. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that a little bit. Now, here's obviously we all are in agreement that that's an awesome thing because of Ragnarok and everything. But I also found out that he's also doing a Flash Gordon animated movie. Nice. Yes. Flash Gordon animated. Animated movie. Okay. Well, Flash Gordon was originally a comic. 
Yes. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just. I figured you did. I. Well, I'm just wondering the. There's, I, a, there's a cry for that. Is there? I. Is there a cry for it? No. But when it comes out, you're like, wow. How, how has this not Flash, been done already? Flash Gordon has a very large cult following. It Massive. is not. It is not a good movie because of when it was made. Right. I do think that if you made a Flash Gordon movie today with the technology we have and you had a good story, it could be good. Absolutely, but, it but, could be. I'll tell you what, Richard. How many people do you know that have not seen Flash Gordon? Well, that's my God. When did that come out, though? I think it was 1980. I was going to say, I think I was still in high school. I've got that shit on Blu ray. I was a kid and had the eight track soundtrack, and I listened Queen. to it every day. Yep. Well, I remember Queen yeah, was the entire soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Taika Waititi did very good job with Ragnarok, but the thing that we, everybody needs to understand about him is he has done a lot of work that was not Ragnarok that we're just not aware of. Right. Yes. I've yeah. seen quite a bit of it, and it's, it's good. I yes. tell you what, you want to watch a fun movie? Watch what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fun. That's his, right? Yes, yeah. he's in it. Him and um, the guy from the 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 Flying Concords. One of the guys from the Flying Concords, and the show that's on FX is really good. He's he's a very good filmmaker, and he's not just actiony. He's he's got drama lines, and and he's got comedy lines. Um, in fact, a. Uh, we we spoke to somebody. The guy Joe from One Movie Punch mm-hmm. um, said that he's seen every Waititi movie, and there was only one that he did not like. Green Lantern. No. <laughs> did Waititi do Green Lantern? Did he do it? No. Was he in it? He was Ryan Reynolds' best buddy. Yes. He's also uh, a pretty accomplished actor, but yeah, I, I think I think that that's a nice direction to go because this guy, pretty much everything he touches now. Do you know that he was the original screenwriter, original scriptwriter for Moana? Did not know that. And he decided that it was just too easy and too boring, and he didn't want to do it, and he moved on to something else. Wow. Did he direct one of the episodes of Mandalorian? The finale. Yeah. The finale. Yeah. Oh, God. I, yeah. I am super curious, like I said through our text chain, I am super curious to see what the movie is. I could not agree more. Now, to tie that in real quick, because I had this in the beginning. Actually, but he's doing Thor 4. Love and Thunder, yes. Love and Thunder. Yes. Um, th- that is up next. The Star Wars movie will be after that. So it. It's going to be a while. 2086. Yeah. Thanks, Corona. I'll be just in my prime. (laughs) (laughs) Also, to tie this in, I was going to talk about this in the beginning, but Handmaid's Tale ruined that. Um, (laughs) The new series that just came out on Disney Plus last week, the documentary about the Mandalorian show, has all of the directors. Basically, it's a roundtable show. And what Takiya, he's he's on there. John Favreau. Favreau basically runs it. There's all of the directors that were involved with this show and all the behind-the-scenes stuff. To listen to all uh, Ron Howard's daughter, Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard, Dallas Howard yeah. directed one of the episodes, it shows you not only behind-the-scenes stuff on the show, but it shows you exactly how much these directors that were handpicked care about Star Wars. You you and have to love yeah, Star Wars. Agree. Well that's that's what you need. You um, don't need a Ryan Johnson or yeah. or even the guy who directed um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, they talked about how great a director he is. Lars Kasdan. Lars Kasdan, but none of his other movies have been But what I'm getting at is you guys need to watch it. It's fantastic. It is it is it's on my short. list. It's not it's not like an hour long. It's, it's on I, Disney Plus. I watched the second episode today at lunch. It was like 40 minutes long, 35 minutes long. It's not a long watch, but you watch it and you get sucked into everything you love about Star Wars. I cannot recommend it enough. You'll find out in just a second why I didn't watch it this week. Moving on, uh, there's sticking with DC. There's a new animated movie that just came out from DC again, and we've talked about it at length before. 
they dominate the animated movies. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Hands in down. The, They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. In the new one is Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War. Yes. And the all the stuff that I've read about this, the nightmare scene in Justice League, this is that movie. You mean Batman's nightmare scene? Yes, okay. Batman's nightmare scene, which is funny because it's spelled with a K. I love that. Um, it's rated R for extreme violence. Uh, players are lit or players characters are literally ripped in half during this. Didn't say who. Did you say animated? Animated movie, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that you came out. Don't see a rated R movie that's animated no. very often. That's um, why I had to. Wow. Actually, it said a strong rated R okay. animated movie. So I haven't. Oops. I just haven't watched it yet. But I'm going to get around to that. Um, last couple things. I know we're fighting time here. Amazon is rumored to be interested in buying AMC theaters. Thoughts? Holy shit! Thoughts? What's that going to cost? Uh, Amazon's no, not exactly. Keep in is, mind. What does Bezos care? Well, but here, well, you said Amazon. Yes. So theoretically, you could have theaters now that are Amazon Prime theaters, which yes. Yeah, you, that is that that you asked. You said thoughts. That's what I was gonna say. Man, I gotta say now, that's freaking brilliant. Yeah, but you know what that does now? That allows Amazon to, to open make up their content to make their private content to make movies like what was the newest one with uh, with Thor in it? Bloodshot or no? Uh, extraction. Extraction. They can make an extraction oh. and show it in a theater, or we're just gonna put it on Amazon Prime, or both, or both, and you get to choose because we're gonna make money either way. Absolutely. Um, is that is that rumor or is that it's it's heavily rumored, but there's no official statement from either side. Uh, how, how is that a, a lose in any sense of the word? It's not. It's not a lose. However, I better still be able to have a prime member or a membership. <laughs> That's right. The A list, and they better not touch Dolby. I got a hundred. I got a hundred bucks that says if Amazon buys that, they're going to have something tied into your Amazon Prime account. Oh, how uh, are they not? Yeah, no, it, I absolutely. Agree. It, they would have to. And but they. Fun. It'd be fun to see The Handmaid's yep. Tale on Dolby. And they won't. No, it would not be. <laughs> it, you know what else would be no, nice would to see on, on Dolby is Downton Abbey. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, but was, yeah. what was that movie, man, that was on Dolby and you freaked Doubt, out? Doubt, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. No, really? Yes. Yeah, because you said Peaky's Out with like a seems like a joke. Yeah, that really happened. Have you ever seen a dinner scene in Dolby, though? It'll change your life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Ching. Yeah, I mean, you could hear them <laughs> digging into the corn cob. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, I think... So, I think that the only thing you'd have to worry about there is, and I don't know enough about it. Richard might be is if you start talking some type of antitrust, too much, too much media control. You know what I mean? They start playing those games about how. Luckily, uh, you know who's going to make that decision? Who? Department of Justice. Oh. They're in charge of antitrust violations and go. mergers. And all Amazon has to say is, "Look what you did for fucking Disney." All we're asking for is a theater chain. Yeah, true. So yeah. So I don't know. We'll, well see what it's happens. Just Marvel and Star Wars. It's not like it's big properties. At first, yeah. I mean, a couple of bucks. <laughs> they'll make, yeah, they'll just make a few bucks. Um, at first, I was like, no, not AMC. But then I'm like, well, it, what's really going to change? The name? Just don't take away my A list. Right. Don't touch the Dolby Theater. Right. I'll, I'll tell you what'll change. And I'm okay with that. What'll change is stability for those theaters. Yeah. What do you mean? Because theaters do not. In this, in the last 10, 15 years, do not historically turn a lot of profit. True. They run them on skeleton crews because they don't make a lot of the money from the movie. Concessions. Like, like when Iron Man releases, there's a certain number of weeks where the theater gets zero dollars of that ticket sale. So the only money they make is Mike having a prime 
membership, or and they I think they get a portion of that, or you buying popcorn and stuff like that. So if Amazon is making the movie, right, and then putting the movie in their theaters, not only are they getting the movie for the ticket sale, they're getting the movie from the Amazon Prime membership, plus they're getting the movie from your Prime membership, plus they're getting ticket sales, right, which means. Uh, nicer theaters, cleaner theaters, better food at the concession, maybe lower concession prices. Who knows what it, what it means is is it's not it's it's almost like it's like uh, the mom and pop hardware store versus Walmart, mm. where you can go to Walmart and get and, and and they've got everything else to cover the department store. That's how I see it. I see I see financial stability. Yeah, and then also too, like they started last season, um, people could go to the theater and watch their favorite and watch their football team. NFL game yeah, on a Sunday. Yeah, I brought that up to you guys yeah. that, hey, you can go see NFL yeah, games. Yeah, so like if, if I don't want to give DirecTV 350 bucks plus a year a monthly membership and I just want to go watch the Lions play on a Sunday on a big screen, I can mm. for like well, eight bucks, nine bucks. Wasn't it Amazon who got that exclusive uh, that exclusive deal here just a couple weeks ago with the NFL? They get one game there's, a season or something on a they, Thursday night? Well, they're doing the Thursday night games and then there's a couple of games, some of the international games were supposed to be Amazon only, I think it was. Something like that. It won't be long. It won't be long Amazon will have the right to direct TV I remember to, reading to Sunday about ticket. That, yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's hope. Um, also, two, this was pretty cool, minor, but great. Man, Mandalorian Season 2 will not be delayed. It's going to come out and in that, October. And that makes sense because they've already, already, they've already wrapped. At this point, you can, put, you can lock them in a room and, and push the food tray through the door so they don't get sick. Yeah, because something that I read that came out today that made me super excited that I text you guys, uh, Katie Sackhoff is, oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is playing... Um, Sabine Wren, which is a character from Rebels and Clone Wars, uh, she voiced the character. Now she's going to play the character in, in live action. Nice, F- phenomenal. So th- there's just the the news coming out from Mandalorian season two. It, this could be the greatest thing Star Wars has ever done. And Ryan Johnson is nowhere to be found. Agreed. Thank God. Agreed. Um, also, keeping with release dates, Disney is standing firm, saying that J- July Mulan will release in theaters. End of discussion. And I'm like, I hope you're right. Because July cannot get here fast enough. My movie theater cannot open fast enough. Mm. Last thing, and Richard will know exactly what I'm talking about here. Disney Uh Plus is also heavily rumored to be making an Ironheart series. Live series. Um, I have no interest in that. I I don't either because Tony Stark is Iron Man and I a series uh, Marvel, without him. You know, again, see, this is what pisses me off about Marvel. They try to say that this girl is actually more more brilliant than Tony Stark. Talking about Riri, and yeah, I'm not talking about yeah. Rihanna. No, no, no. Who? Riri Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I so, mean, there are uh, three brilliant men in the in the Marvel universe, but. They also tie that in with saying Pe- that's a possibility Peter for Parker. Robert Downey Jr. No. to be Jarvis, <laughs> to be a voice voice. Oh, for okay, it. okay. Which Fan- uh, Fantastic Four? What's his name? Reed Richards, correct. Uh, Reed Richards, uh, Bruce Banner. No, not Banner. Modok. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, one is Tony Stark. Okay, that's two. I don't know. And who one, the- what he's he's in the MCU. Hawkeye. Doom. No. <laughs> Hawkeye. Let's begin with an H, though. Thor. <laughs> Hank Pym. Hank. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. We'll see. And, and Riri. Again, it's it's rumor. Who who knows? It's. Did you see the Did you see the story I forwarded you guys uh, regarding Blade? Yeah. They've, yep. they've, they've talked about who they're pretty sure who the villain's going to be in the first the first Blade movie. It who? just makes sense. It does. Who? Uh, Dracula. The Dracula. Oh, and, well, yeah. No, yeah, the, and, the, and there was another one. It was the day, the day vampire or the day... 
There was another one. I I yeah. didn't know who it was yeah. honestly, but when I saw Dracula, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm all in. Because okay. there's been comics with Dracula before. Deadpool's had comic issues in Marvel. Dracula with, had his with, own comic with, in Marvel. Dra- with Dracula. Yeah. It was awesome. I agree. Um, so that's all I got. Okay. Um, I'm going to piggyback on your movie news a little bit. Go ahead. Mm. I've had. I love movie news. I've had. I, it's not really news. Makes it's me just. Happy. It's just my week in movies. Okay. Um, I, I've. <laughs> I've. I watched a lot of movies this week. Actually. Um, Mike and I got together to watch a couple movies, and I knew that one of them was going to be Tron Legacy. Yeah. Yeah, Richard. So Tron I watched, Legacy. Which one? Tron Legacy. You know the Blu-ray oh, I gave you to watch seven yes, years ago? So right. I, I watched Tron. Not that long, yeah. I watched <laughs> Tron, the original Tron, the day before I went and saw Tron Legacy. And I'm not going to shit on it because it was 1982. God, it was so long ago. The special effects were really good in it. In were really good for 1982. Were, yeah. I, don't, I don't take that away. The story was just... It's like it's like it's like garbled. I mean, you have no idea what's going on in Tron. Yeah, Agreed. in the first one, Agreed. and the music was god awful. Right, but I can see why it was a big hit. Now we watched Tron Legacy, and I liked it. I don't. I'm not going to say race out and see it. I don't know you as well as Mike does. Would you say turn on Disney Plus and watch it for free if you had nothing else to do? Yeah. Wow, for free if you had nothing else. To do. There, it's on there, Disney Plus. There are other movies that I would probably watch before this, but I do I do think that it's worth seeing if you've seen Tron and you liked it at all. Okay. Um the special effects and the music are are really good in it. I they it it was a couple spots I was like this is kind of dragging. I and oh look it's doing the same thing over, but it was it was I I definitely had fun watching it with Mike. The second movie we watched Duh. was was yeah, right, we did have a good time. The second one was uh, that we watched that night was King Arthur Legend of the Sword. And that's, that's oh you. That's a fun do movie. Crazy about that movie. Yeah, yeah. that's you a fun hear movie. Some, fun fact: I'm watching this movie with Greg. We're holding King up Arthur. The, we're, yeah, we're okay. watching King Arthur hold up in the man cave, watching it. I get a text from Dylan. He's watching it at the same time. He simply just texted me to tell Ooh. me how much he loves this movie. There, there are things about this movie I would change. I went to see it because of his they recommendation. The the things that I would change didn't piss me off. You brought in definitely went. Yes, I did. It definitely went a different direction and route than I thought it was going to, but it's it's a fun movie. It's definitely it it's a fun definitely movie. a fun movie. I, I don't know that I'd want to spend twenty nine ninety five to see it, but I I would I would absolutely throw voodoo on and put it on in the background. Twenty nine ninety five. Where are you buying your movies? Uh, at the movie theater. It wouldn't cost you twenty nine nine ninety five. I don't I don't ha- I'm not fancy like you. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the special um, weekend matinees are five ninety five. Greg, just so you know, I work on the weekend. You're overpaying. Fucker. Um, uh, I Regular I watched I watched I watched a movie that I've never seen before, The Ladies Man. Oh, the Saturday Night oh. Live movie. Yeah. Were you drinking Cavathier? That could have been a lot better. Uh, it, what well, Saturday you know, Night Live movie couldn't have been? That's exactly what I said. They make to an Susan. hour and a half movie it's, based on it, SNL character. Exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. I laughed out loud several times. I, I if you ne- if you've never seen it and you're sitting down on an afternoon, throw it on. It's it's got some great jokes. I rewatched The Black Hole. Yeah, I, I started to. I, something came up and what I didn't that? finish it. Is that it. early 80s? Excuse me, 1979. It's on oh. Disney+. Plus. I had it, man. 1979. I, had, I was terrified of Maximilian. Oh, we all were. In the theater, because I saw it in the theater as a kid, and then built the model. The, the, you know, the plat. Yeah, know no, I know exactly what you're talking about. The thing was like two feet tall or whatever. It was a, it was a big red Maximilian robot. It was awesome, but in the movie, I was terrified of that thing. Wow. I'm going to tell you, I had a couple of issues re-watching it. The last 10 minutes, I'm just sitting here going, I've really enjoyed it up to this. 
just a couple things they did, like when you're floating out in space for eight minutes and you're still alive. That yeah, see, that's not gonna happen. But but very minor stuff. Not everybody's the special. The spe- right. The special effects for 1979 were fucking stellar. Yeah, it was a. It was a little slow, but it was 1979, so I, I give it what it was. I, I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I rewatched for the podcast, as Susan and I do. We did Tombstone last week. Oh. You, you can never watch that movie too many times. Nope. That's like Shawshank. Right. Someone and, um, talks bad about that movie. I will punch them in the mouth. Yeah, right? That, that, yeah. <laughs> um, this morning, I got up. Oh, that was, the other one I, uh, that was the other one I watched. I got up this morning. I woke up at like 1 o'clock this morning. I couldn't sleep. So I came in here to the office. I closed the door, and I sat down, and I watched three movies. Jesus Christ, sir. The first movie was, we're going to do that one third because I, I have feel, some stuff to I feel to like say. I need to just go home now so you can go to bed. No, I'm good. Yeah. I, dude, I, if I, when I'm tired, I sleep. So, uh, All right. The second movie I watched was the Kentucky Fried movie. Have you ever seen that? Oh, never seen it. Oh, my God. I, I know what it is, but I've never seen it. I have a story for this. Oh, boy. Do we got time? Yeah, we got time. My, She'll never know. My first. There's no traffic. My first girlfriend, mm-hmm. Judy Rich, okay? I thought you were going to say Penny Benjamin, the Admiral's daughter. <laughs> he went ballistic First with her. First movie we ever saw in a theater was Kentucky Fried. Really? That was I, not, had, I had no fucking idea. That's not what, a first date movie either, brother. No. <laughs> and I didn't know that. It's oh. rated R. Oh, that's funny. I didn't and, know and that. And for when it was released. Mike, did you ever see that movie? No, I've never seen there it. There are scenes in that movie you should never take it's, a, a first date movie. It's almost, there's a couple parts in it where it's almost borderline porn. Yep. I'm writing this down. It's directed Kentucky by, it's direct, it's directed by John Landis, and it basically, it's... it's John Landis did this yep, movie? Yep. So a 15-year-old took another 15-year-old to go see that movie. How does John Landis make a movie like that? He's because he wasn't, human, he wasn't quite who he was at that he, point. He, he had not done okay. Blues Brothers yet. Yeah, okay. he was not Animal House. This was written by the Zuckers, who do the airplane <laughs> movies and stuff like that, Larry and David Zucker. Okay. And it's, it, it, what it is, it's just That's kind of like... That's what you a, just saw, that movie? I just saw it this morning, yeah. Because, see, for some reason, I thought Eddie Murphy was in it. How did you not. see it? What, what, what did you watch it Amazon on? Prime. No shit. Yep. Um, I laughed quite a bit. Okay. It is definitely 1977. Is it a comedy? It's a comedy. Oh, yeah, okay. the whole thing. It's almost like an hour and a half episode of Saturday Night Live with different skits. Yes. Okay? Yes. It's, oh, it's like scary movie. It's or, kind of, um, Not scary movie. What am I thinking of? The, the Hollywood it, Shuffle. Yes, it's different. Sc- it's, okay, it's like right. that. I, I, you know, I'm starting to feel bad again. No, don't. Um, I took her to go see that. No, um, don't. No, I mean it. It's there's, statute there's some, of limitations. There's some funny parts, <laughs> but it is one of those movies that when you're at about 50, 60 minutes in, you're like, when's this going to be over? Because it gets a little bit repetitive. Okay. But it was it was not bad. The second movie that I watched, actually, the third movie I watched was The Final Countdown, and that was the movie that has Kirk Douglas. Oh, yeah, yeah. and Martin Sheen. Yep. Um, and Ernest Bor- not Ernest Bornine, uh, Charles Durning, and it's about where the, the USS Nimitz travels mm-hmm. back in time to the day before the day before Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, it was nowhere near as good as I thought it was going to be. A state-of-the-art uh, aircraft carrier that goes back in time to a was portal. It was yeah. a tad bit disappointing. It's a great premise. But he's right. It was yeah. a tad bit disappointing. Now, I, I, it literally was like an hour and a half um, – Commercial for the Navy. Standard movie time for back. It then. was 1980. Yeah, not horrible. Not. I'm not upset. I watched it, but the first movie I watched this morning, and we have not visited this little area of our country in a little while, but we're about to visit Charmin Circle. Oh, so we're going to Ohio. Yeah, pretty much. All right, fair enough. I'm about to shit all over something. I watched Bumblebee. What? Oh, the standalone. Yes. Have you seen it? 
Yeah, with and, Morgan at the theater. And you liked it? We loved it. Garbage. One hundred percent garbage. What did he backed off? I went. Why was it garbage? Because <laughs> there was nothing special about it. It was boring. It it the 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 special effects were great. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 girl did not need to be there. This guy this. The, it it starts off with it starts off with this massive battle going on in Cybertron and Bumblebee comes to Earth and he gets he gets fucked up by John Cena who I like John Cena he should have turned that role down I couldn't see him throughout the whole movie how come it's John Cena you can't see me okay ah uh, Richard wow. took you long enough wow. come on the 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 dialogue was stupid. There were a couple. The, the the final fight at the end between Bumblebee and those two robots. Are you aware that when he was fighting the blue and he did the same move seven times, the same move seven times. I rewound it to count the same move. It was uninspired. It was unimaginative. It does not fit into the timeline. It was lazy. It was lazy. It was it was it was horrible. This movie made four hundred and sixty seven million dollars worldwide and was executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Now I know why Steven Spielberg has been taken off of the next Indiana Jones movie because he does not know how to do anything but garbage at this point. That movie <sighs> fucking sucked. It was awful. I'm glad that you liked it. I was sitting there watching the whole movie, going, "Why, dude? You did not even have any action." Bumblebee was not even Bumblebee until like an hour and 25 minutes of a two-hour movie. The robot died, but then it came back to life, but then it died, but then it came back to life. He didn't say it about King Arthur. The, 15, the 15-year-old girl. Point. The 15-year-old girl who can barely make a Corvette with actual parts work just fixes a fucking Autobot just because that happens to shit. It's, it's fucking dumb. It's dumb. They said, let's put, let's put Bumblebee on the screen because he's the most famous character. Let's just... Fucking, fi- you know what? I feel about Bumblebee like you feel about the Last Jedi. Mm, mm, mm. Horrible! Wow! I I almost turned it off. With twenty minutes to go, I almost turned wow. it off. And I he was- saw all of Kentucky Fried Movie. Well, I almost turned Kentucky Fried Movie off too. It was oh, four okay. o'clock in the morning, say, but it was a terrible movie. I and I and if you like it, I understand why you like it, and I understand why people that, that I understand why it made that kind of money because. It was gorgeous. Mike is without speech. But I could not. The fights weren't even fun. <laughs> you know, the only part of the movie that I enjoyed was the part of the movie where the, the credits. rolling credits. No, yeah. no, no. When they when this is towards the end. <laughs> fuck both of you. Towards the end of the movie, when they were chasing, she was in Bumblebee, and Cena was chasing her, and then the, the stepfather and the mother had stepped in, and they were chasing him, and he makes this move in the station wagon, and the little kid in the back goes, "Whoa." The father goes, yeah, I saw him do that on Miami Vice. I laughed out loud. I'm like, okay, that's funny. At the end, Cena tries to blow up and destroy Bumblebee the whole movie. And at the end, he goes, you guys should go. And then he looks at Bumblebee and goes, oh, by the way. And he salutes him. And it was a shitty, cheesy ass, no good salute. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Wow. Okay, I'm done. I take it you haven't seen it, Richard. I have not seen it. Don't waste your time. I f- didn't like the trailer. That's why I didn't. I honestly, that's why I didn't go. It's a family movie with a transformer in it. That's why it made four hundred million dollars. He's right. That's exactly. That's it's, exactly it's what it is. It's a family movie with a transformer in it. The coolest okay. transformer. Okay. Fair but enough. they was it the original? Tra- no, it's it's a totally separate type of movie. It's a family movie, and I enjoyed it with my daughter because it's a teenage girl in the movie. It's the main character. It's a family movie based on family stuff. With a transformer in it. All right, I'll Got tell it. you what. You took Morgan to see it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I can understand that. Since you saw it in the theaters, how many times have you watched it? 
Uh, once. There you go. Damn. But it's the Bumblebee is my favorite Transformer. Bumblebee is one of my favorite 100%. Transformers too. But that movie wasn't really Bumblebee. Am I saying it's a cinematic masterpiece? No, it's a family movie with a Transformer in it. That, that's simple. What do you? That's okay. At? I respect your opinion. It's wrong, but I I respect it. No opinions I'm, I'm aren't kidding. wrong. I'm just totally I'm totally no, kidding. fuck you. Hold on. Totally kidding. Shut me off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I would never do that. I know. Ultimate listen, power. listen, this is why I was so angry at it because I'm surprised that you have this reaction to it. I, mm. They, I, they dropped the ball. It could have been so much better. If you, if you would have given me just a little less build up to the little micro thing at the end and had given me some real Bumblebee, you only saw. Bumblebee, I mean, the way he fights and the stuff he does in Transformer movies, and I'm not acting like the Transformer movies are cinematic gold. They are they're, what they are. They are what they are, exactly. And that's what I was hoping Bumblebee was. When you advertise a character in a movie like that, you got to give... has a history. Yeah, you got to give me more than five minutes of that character. Oh, like Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> no. Suicide Squad, you got to see them do the... It would be like watching the first Iron Man, and the whole thing would have been built up, and it's all you saw of Iron Man was at the very end for five minutes. No, that's what I'm saying about Joker. Because yeah, we got yeah, no Joker yes. in Suicide Squad. Yes, 100%. And it, it could have been so great, and it, it wasn't. And I like John Cena, but he was he was wrong for that role. Yeah. I just, but it is what it is. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. I don't hate you for it. I know you don't. I, I mean, I felt kind of that way about The Last night. I mean... I felt that way about The Last night. Crazy, cool-looking movie, but it, yeah. it, it was like, is this ever going to end? Super, super underwhelming. Oh, yeah. Super underwhelming. Yeah. I, I felt, and, and you know what? I saw that. They yeah. stopped at the last night, and they should have stopped at the last night. I can make an argument for Age of Extinction with the dinosaurs. Oh, the dinosaurs. Okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I did like the first three. Right. Uh, the first one, I think, oh, is absolutely. the best. The, 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 the Age of Extinction, you're like, eh. And then... Last night, I'm like, okay, I can understand why Marky Mark's walking away. I got the Dinobots. I was happy. Right? right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to our mom list. Yeah. Last Because it's all about the moms. Last year for Mother's Day, we gave our top five list was the worst gifts we can give moms. Mm. We didn't feel like that was fair to do this year. So um, we basically, our top five list is the reasons that we love moms. Yep. Or And I specifically went with my mom, not just moms in general. That's what I did. I, I have certain things that... I, I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. I have, I, I feel bad talking about it because I know that Mike's relationships with his parents are is not the greatest in the world. I could not have ordered better parents out of a catalog. I, I they're amazing. I, I, I deserve for them to never call me and talk to me again. They, they, <laughs> they tell me. Wow. They tell me that I wasn't as bad as I say I was, but I know, I know the things that I did and the way I acted and the way I treated them when they didn't deserve it, and they should never talk to me again. And yet. Mm. They have been there for me every time I needed them, and my mom has always been at the forefront. So I, that's that's First where I'm all, coming from with my list. Don't ever First feel bad about it. I think it's awesome. I love hearing about like stuff like that. Do I feel bad about it or feel bad for myself? Absolutely not, because I'm married to the greatest mom I've ever seen. Mm. Awesome. So it doesn't affect me in any way. In okay. fact, like I said in the beginning, nothing that happened with me as a kid I would change because of the relationship I have with my kids. My grandparents, or their grandparents, my parents, have made zero attempt to come see these kids in the 14 years we've been in, in Florida. Could that you sucks. imagine not wanting to go see your kids or your grandkids? No. So, that being said, don't 
don't don't dance around it. If you got shit to to throw at it, Fair I, I welcome it. Fair enough, mommy dearest. Just remember that if you need me to if you need me to be a grandparent, I'm old enough. I can yeah. step in for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for you want to go first? I'll go first. I'll tell you I go first. My mom. Apparently Greg's going first. My mom is an amazing cook, mm-hmm. an amazing mm-hmm. cook, and I remember my entire life, even when I was divorced and living across the street. My mother has always made food that other people wanted to eat for dinner. It was never about, I'm making this because I want this. Greg, what would you like for dinner? Dean, what would you like for dinner? Ash, what would you like for dinner? And she would put the time in. My family did not go out to eat very much. Mm-hmm. My mother would go to work, come home, and do all the mother things that mothers do, especially back in those days when it was more, you know, the men got to do what they wanted to do, kind of. Now, my father always helped out around the house. Stuff like that. But she would do all that stuff. And then she would come home and she would make a home-cooked meal damn near every night. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking things like sauerkraut and rib roasts and just fucking whatever, lasagnas, meatloafs. And I, my mother in my life made one dish that we all looked at and went, that's not any good. And she tried something and it just didn't work out. That's the only time I've never... What was it? It was a cabbage, apple, and sausage casserole. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, okay. Oh. And, I, I and, can see that. Yeah, that and, is an experiment. And and it, she said that it would have been better if the, the stuff had been prepared differently. It just didn't mix properly. But she that, that was it. And she even said this isn't any good. And she made us something else to eat for dinner. But she had her ever since I've known. Even now, we have to tell her at Christmas, sit your ass down. You're not doing what you normally do. Because she will cook enough food for Lee's army. Sure. And, and, she, and she does it. And that's... As, as as long as I as long as I live, I will never forget what she did to feed us. Wow. Good job, mom. Fucking a right. Well done. Hey Ash, tell her to listen to this one. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do it, Richard. Oh, um, this is the first thing I wrote down. I I played four years of uh, football for high school, mm-hmm. right? And my mom came to every one of my games, even the away games. Not one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that oh, in. Oh fuck. <laughs> But go ahead. Tell me how great it was. Uh, just, just to look over in the huddle and just see my mom in the stand, and she sat by herself, no, but nobody else. And every game she came, every game, man, freshman, sophomore, she was there every game. That's awesome. And just the feeling, man, just looking out of the huddle and seeing mom there, it was, uh, it was incredible, man. That's awesome. It is. Want to hear a funny story? Always. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Here's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, the spy versus spy, the black spy and the white yeah, spy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm about to black spy the shit out of that story. <laughs> senior year, senior night, uh, parents' anniversary is that night. So I go up to the announcer up in this. Uh, we we all knew him because you know he was part of the school anyway. I said, hey, you know, tonight senior night, whatever. It's also my mom and dad's anniversary. So when you say my name, can you please just wish happy anniversary to to you know my parents? Gets to my turn. This doesn't sound it, like it's gonna be a funny story. Oh no, it it is kind of funny. To me, anyway. So he gets to my name, says, oh, Mike would also like to wish a very happy anniversary to his parents. Yeah, they weren't there. They, they didn't show up. Damn. But Richard will appreciate this. It was on that very day, and this is how a bad thing can turn into a good thing. I swore to myself, if I ever had kids, I will never miss a game. I will never uh, be that parent. Yeah. And Richard knows to this day, I was my kid's coach. Yep. And at all yep. my daughter's stuff. Yep. Yeah, so... Yeah, you still go to Morgan's cheerleading games. Oh, I'm a cheer you, dad, son. And you get to see him make fun of me. I got a shirt that says cheer dad. Nice. Yeah. She was at a Zaxby's, like a pregame dinner, 
like with her cheerleader friends. We had to go pick her up and take her to the game. I bust in with my shirt. I'm like, Morgan, look at my cheer dad shirt. They were all laughing and having. I mean, it was like, yeah. See, I'm, you're, I'm, you're talking about stuff, man. That's just gonna make me tear up. I'm that dad. My my dad left when I was nine. Mm-hmm. Never in my life. Never in my life. But I mean, you know, Aiden's not really my son, right? He's he's my stepson. But I, to me, he's blood. But we've seen I, him. We've seen him. We figured. I am obsessed with <laughs> everything in his life. So I, you I, get I, it. I just want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah because I don't want to do. What happened to me? You've seen so, me with Dylan. It's, yeah, no, I, I know, man. I, I know. Listen, Dylan hates it, but that's dude, too bad. Th- those two are my <laughs> world wrapped up in one thing, and and they both know it, and they're they get annoyed with it at times, but that's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a dad, it's a dad's job to embarrass his kids. Yes, and I do enjoy that job. What you're saying about Aiden, um, I was in that boat, but with the stepmom, with Susan, my wife, with my son. Um, my first wife and I got divorced when he was three. Well, we split up when he was three. Um, and uh, Susan came into my life when he was about seven or eight. And she was the same way. She wanted to be involved, and, and she treated him with respect. She never did that thing where she overstepped her bounds, you know, but she was she was a part of that family. And it's hard to be a step-parent. It's yeah, hard. I know. Um, right. Of course, you know, right. um, and there's something to be said for those people that that do that. Um, and it's really not any different. If if you're a good stepdad, then the kid gets two dads. I mean, you never try and be their dad, but you know what I mean. So I, right. I I think it's awesome that that you do that because there's a lot of people that don't. Little boys phenomenal. need a strong male figure. Yeah, they have to have a little male, a male, strong male figure in their life. And a Absolutely. penthouse subscription. Trust um, me, coaching football for so many years, you can tell the the boys that don't have that. Because the coaches then step in and oh, yeah. they, they try and fill that, but it's you can definitely tell the difference just in personality. The ones that don't, and it's 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 sad. I All right, Mikey's turn. Yeah, okay. um, mine. Speaking of coaching, don't you fucking spe- rush me. Speaking <laughs> of coaching, um, <laughs> my wife Amy is everything that I have always tried to be as a coach on the field. She is a coach at home. She's wow. two steps ahead of everybody of every event. She's the one that lets me know, hey, uh, we've got, uh, like, recently, before the end of last school year, um, the prom fashion show. Like, she'll say, you know, hey, don't forget, this coming Thursday, we've got this to do. Uh, We've got to go here. We've got to do that. Like, shit that I would forget and just, not on purpose, but pay no attention to, she's always on it and makes sure that everything is lined up ahead of time and shit's not forgotten. And that's all because of her. She is the captain of that ship. Mm. Got you, and I'm okay with that because mm. I couldn't do it. Ironically, the women usually too are. Much stuff. Yeah, the, the moms are. One hundred percent. Even I, I'm gonna tell you something. Even back in the fifties and the sixties, when it was the dad that did everything, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, it was the mom that held that shit together. Uh, my number four is me remembering back to all my birthdays and special events and the effort that my mother would put mm. into them. Yeah, a party at the house. She would have. More food than you could ever eat. Uh, you'd have a birthday party, and she'd, she'd make she'd make sure that the gift that I wanted was there, and the cake that I liked was there, and uh, it would it just everything. It was always like it never mattered what she didn't get to do. It was always about to make sure that me and Ash we were taken care of on our day, yep. and it, and would go 180 miles out of her way for it, and. I can't even bring up like specific instances. I just they're just all like a big blur. But the effort that she would put into it, how hard she would work to make us feel special. 
Awesome. Love it. Oh, um, second thing I wrote was, um, you know, because my brother was older, but he was never in the house. He was four years older than me. He still is four years older than me. And so I grew up kind of like an only kid. And my mom made sure that every week we'd go to the comic book store and she'd buy the comics I wanted. Yep. Not all superhero here wear cape. Which is why to this day I have 3,000 comics. But, you know, she'd always make sure that if I wanted Spidey or if I wanted the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, or she'd always make sure I had the comics to read. That's amazing. I never forget that. Kind of making me tear up. That's awesome. (laughs) Comic day. I'm thinking about it. And there's no way. And that's not like a dad taking his son Mm -mm. where they might like him the same. You know, like, oh, son, did you see this new Fantastic Four? Dad, look what happens. It's like. Come on, Richard. Let's let's go down to the comic book store so you can get something you want. Right. That's awesome. Fucking badass. Uh, number four, which is kind of funny, because Amy's biggest fear is our kids starving. <laughs> those that's kids. That's her biggest fear. I swear to God. Wow. At, at times, okay. I swear her biggest fear is those kids not eating. Okay. Because she always got to make sure that Morgan has her food in the house now, and to this day. I swear to you, and it cracks me up every time, she will talk to Dylan on the phone or she'll have me send him a message about making sure, because you've been there, you've been there, he's at, he's on base, he's in his barracks, he's doing his own, his own thing. She's constantly worried about him not having groceries. And my thing is, he's a United States soldier. <laughs> if he's hungry, he will find food. He's, he's capable enough. Yeah, he gets three free meals a day. The government treats, you know, trusts him with high-powered weapons and explosives. Yes, I'm sure he could find a sandwich. So she, I will don't know. Go, we are talking about the government. Well, that's true too. But she, it goes so far as to her, she will say, "Hey, log into Dylan's account and see if he went to Walmart like I told him to to get groceries." And I'll have to log in. I'll see. Yep, how much did he he spent seventy dollars on groceries? I don't know if that's enough. Like, it's just, it's... God for damn, himself, what does she think he needs the, to for, for himself, $70 a week? The constant fear that this woman has to make sure that her baby boy has groceries and food to eat... Wow. ...is just, it's awesome. Mm. It's funny, sometimes over the top, but it's, that that just, that thought is always in her mind. He, he I hope he's eating. He better be eating. That's crazy. Yeah. My, my number three... <laughs> Uh, it's so funny I had to put it on the list log into his account and And make sure he bought food yeah wow did you get a FISA warrant for that (laughs) no (laughs) I went in the back door number back door babes five Uh, my number three piggybacks off of what Richard said I played um, I played five years of football I played seven years of baseball I was in a band from seventh grade to high school and my mother missed one baseball game and my father missed two and that was because they were out of town and what you know it those two games were the two games I hit a home run so my dad never hit me to hit it over the fence but my mom and dad were there at every event That's, every I, event working full-time jobs and yeah and you know what when Jacob was playing soccer when he was little I, I coached his team because I swore I'd be a part of it and I, but I also said I'd never force him to play right you know if he's going to play he's going to play and I I it was rough because I was living in Plant City almost and working over here at Ozona, mm-hmm. or go, that's where he was playing soccer and stuff. But I, I would would not want to miss it, and I know now why they did it. But still, just to be there every every game, 
every game. And when you're playing baseball little league, you're playing three games a week. Yeah. Because you're playing on Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, it's Wednesday. Crazy schedule. Yeah. There are some people that we know through cheerleading that their son travel baseball and they're just constant. It just it never stops. Yeah. And and nowadays when you play baseball like that, you play it all year long. Right. Especially here. Yes. Yep. For yeah. sure. That was my number three. So you kind of stole my thunder there, but I, I I'm okay with it because it's it's a great it's memory mom. to have, isn't it's it? Mom. Yeah. yeah. Dick. <laughs> I meant Richard. Richard. I was yeah 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 Richard yes, Richard. Yes, I know what you meant. Yeah. Uh, number three for me, man, is the first time I got my heart broken by a girl. I went to mom. <sighs> Makes sense. And uh, she, you know, she made it right. She made it right, man. Moms. So I'll, I'll never forget that. Moms. The best. They are. Yeah. Always know what to say. Always know what yep. to do. Right. Um, on the opposite side of that, <laughs> relax, it's not a story, the is the fact that when it comes to stuff with the kids, Amy is as calm and cool as the other side of the pillow. But if something goes wrong or someone's doing wrong by our kids, she will turn into fucking Wolverine in a, heart, in a heartbeat. Mm. All moms do. When, when it, yeah, it, you're right. It, it's just... You don't fuck with the kids. And, I mean, dad, I know dads can be that way. I know I would be, you know, God forbid, if something really came down. There's a few things that I've kind of raised my temper. But, I mean, I dare to – I just don't ever want to see the day where something threatens those kids because I know she will do ungodly things. If if human wom- women – Like Handmaid's Tale level things. <laughs> wow. If, if human women turn into wolverines when their kids are threatened, what do wolverine women turn into when their babies are threatened? Moms. Moms. Yeah. Okay. The if-then statement. Yeah. Mine's, mine's a story. Uh, when I went from junior high to high school, uh, we were going to uh, my high school. The first year I went to it was the first year it was opened. So they had a summer band uh, camp for basically, basically it was summer school. And I went to summer school every year that I went to school, not because I didn't have the grades. It was because I would go to take, you know, a band class or elective extra classes because my parents, I couldn't stay at home because I was in trouble all the time. Not that my parents wouldn't let me stay at home. It was just, I was better if I stayed active. So we had a new band instructor. And one of the things that he said was that if you're going to be very good, you need to have a high-end instrument. So somehow that came about, and I had kind of mentioned that to my mom and dad, and I wasn't pushing for it because my mom, in my um, right around that time, she had gotten laid off from her job uh, because the company was kind of, she was an accountant and she was older and she was making a lot more money, so they kind of laid her off. When she heard that, she took me down to the it was uh, it was in Tampa, I can't remember the name of it, and she bought me the top end trumpet that they made. And she emptied their savings account to buy me this trumpet. I'm like, and I didn't know that. But when I found out, I was like, ah. So we almost didn't eat because I had a trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) Andy would have went fucking nuts. (laughs) Yeah, it's a cool trumpet. It was. And it was was a professional line trumpet. I mean, we're talking back in 1988. It was a $2,700 trumpet. And she told my dad... We can afford this. And he's like, we got no cushion. She's like, we don't need a cushion, whatever. And took me down there and they bought it. And I mean, when I found out that they emptied their savings account to buy this thing for me, I was like, gee, that kind of makes me feel like a fucking shithead because I wasn't a good kid. But um, <laughs> So you say. I wasn't. But not mom and dad. Well, they love me because I'm their kid. But right. I wasn't. 
I wasn't. I was that kid that you see on the news. Uh, Greg Bishop has been arrested today because he robbed four <laughs> WalMarts and shot sixteen people. And you got my mom on TV going, "He's a good kid. He's, He's good just kid. misunderstood. Yeah. He he just had a bad day." I was I was a hellion. I was not. I wasn't a bad kid. I was a a discipline issue kid. I never went and out and tried to hurt people. I just did the wrong things at the wrong times without thinking about it. That that was my issue, and I was a handful, and I knew better than everybody else. So you couldn't tell me any different because I was an arrogant punk, and I caused them a lot of heartache and a lot of stress. It was never like I beat my mom up or anything like that. I was just, I was just a, I, I had discipline issues. That that's all there was to it. It happens. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, I didn't turn out okay either. That's the bad side. So yeah, true, true story. <laughs> at least my, at least my brother grew up to be normal. <laughs> yeah, normal. <laughs> Let him carry a gun. Yeah, fair. Hey, no, no, yeah. they make him carry a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you too. Number two, Richard. All right. Um, well, you guys probably know comics were a big part of my life yep. growing what? up. Uh, yeah, believe it or not. Did you know this? Not a clue. And I don't know how my mom was able to do this, but she got us tickets to a huge comic book convention at the Plaza Hotel in New York City. I don't even know how we got there because we had no car. Mm-hmm. And we were seated at a big dining room. I mean, it was like a big ballroom at the, you know, like you ever see ballrooms in hotels, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, like the se- one where the Ghostbusters are in where they caught that ghost? Yeah, yep. like that. Okay. okay. It, was, it was big. It was massive. And I was seated there with a lot of other people. And I remember her leaving the table and going up to some guy. And she gets his attention. He comes over to me and just says something. I even forgot what he said to me. And uh, you know who that person was? Bill Bixby. Stanley. Stanley, and I got his autograph, and I still I got the hairs on my arm going. Well, I know I what he said. Never, he said Excelsior. <laughs> I will never forget that day, man. And I got his autograph. I still have it to this day. Mm-hmm. I have it in the the pamphlets, the brochures that the convent that the convention handed out, and that's what I got him to sign. Wow, that's incredible. And that's... I I have no freaking idea how we got into that place, but but mom made it happen. Mom made it happen. That's, it was just her. It was just awesome. her and me at the table. Crazy. It's because moms. Always have the oldest clothes and the rattiest <laughs> underwear mm-hmm. and the wore out bras and the shoes with holes in them because yep. they they wanted you to go to the plaza. And that's what makes them so impressive. Well, that brings me to my number two, Greg. <laughs> the the <laughs> underwear right, comment. Really? All <laughs> Talk right. about segues. We well, are getting good say, at man. it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Amy is the most selfless, unselfish person, mother, I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, back in the Lockheed days or the dealership days and when things were really, really rough, like especially around Christmas time or times where as a parent, it literally will break your soul in half because you can't do what you want to do for your kids at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a couple of those conversations at Lockheed. Yeah, we had a, a couple of those and there were times where other friends of ours who were much better off or something like that would give her gift cards to Target to go get you know, a book or clothes or, you know, whatever we need or anything like that. They'll just give some gift cards, like, here you go, just as a nice gesture or whatever. She would instantly go buy stuff for the kids. Or she would instantly give that gift card to Dylan or Morgan or whatever so they could buy stuff on there. Um, To this day, I have to just tell her, dude, just do something for yourself, for God's sakes. And she just, she doesn't. And as frustrating as it is, there's no better characteristic in a mother that just puts everything before 
everyone else except for those kids. They are taking a metaphorical bullet. Uh, 100%. And she's been like that from day one. These kids always had a birthday party. Uh, they always had something always happened for them despite of how bad the situation got. And she, it's never changed. And it's, it's one of the most awesome characteristics of her as a mother. And that's why I had to put it on the list. You talk about moms, and there's things they do like um, there's four people and there's 11 slices of pizza. Guess who only gets two pieces of pizza? The mom. Yeah. Every, every time. Yeah. Just, just shit like that. Making sure everybody else has stuff before they do. My number one is I my first car I bought myself, uh, I started mowing lawns when I was like nine years old. I had a neighbor that I mowed his yard every week and, and vacuumed their pool and he paid me 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And my dad came home one day with a 1970 Chevy Chevelle that a friend, guy that he worked with, his mom had owned it and she was getting rid of it because she couldn't drive anymore. It was a four-door, so it wasn't, it wasn't the, the real expensive ones, but it was still a 70 Chevy Chevelle, had the 307 engine in it. And it was an older car because this was like 87 that I got the car. And um, I was at a band concert one night and school was about 10 minutes from the, from the house and I forgot my music. And I hopped in my car to drive back to get my music and uh, it was raining, and I swerved to miss a dog, and I totaled my car. Hit a tree and totaled How long have you had it? The car? Yeah. I'd had it for about two and a year and a half. Oh. I got it when I was a sophomore, and I wrecked it when I was a senior. And I wrecked it at our Christmas concert, so it was right before Christmas. So I went a couple months without a car, and I had a job, but I was not smart with my money. I, like I said on the music podcast, I, every time I got a check, I would go buy a, a, a CD or something. And um, I didn't have a car. My buddy, my best friend, lived about five minutes from us, so I would get, I gave him gas money so I didn't have to ride the bus, and he came pick me up. Well, I had an 18th birthday party. My parents threw this big party. And I'm sitting on the porch, and she goes, everybody sit down. We're going to do cake. And I, okay, cool. It was always a big deal with my mom. Always she had to have the cake with the candles so she could bring it out so she could blow it out. She could take the pictures. You, you know, you remember mom taking the pictures. you got to have the pictures. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sitting there, this car comes pulling around the house in the backyard. They had bought me a car for my 18th birthday. It was a used car. It was a 1982 Ford EXP. They don't even exist anymore. You can't even find them. My mom spent two days with my dad cleaning this car and waxing it because they wanted me to have a car for my 18th birthday. I will never forget. One of my buddies goes, wow, I've always wanted to be at a party where somebody got a car. And the next second was my best friend going, Ha! You can't drive a standard. <laughs> but my and I and and I was I was eighteen, or turning eighteen, so I didn't hang out with them every night. And it never even dawned on me that they weren't even home for like three nights because they were four or five nights. They were out buying the car. They parked it at a friend's house in the garage, and they were waxing. It just my mom doesn't do that shit. She doesn't wax cars. That's my dad's job because that's what he's done his whole life. Mm-hmm. My mom was waxing my birthday present, and she, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean. Moms. Right? Moms. <laughs> Moms. That's awesome. I love you, Mom. Good job, Mom. Uh, the last one, it was, um, I still don't know to this day how she how she did this. And I can't I, believe Stan Lee's not number one. Sorry, Rich, not to cut you no. off. Knowing you in comic books, this, this be, has got to be fucking I'm dope. thinking this has got to right? be really, really Well, this crazy. is number one. Like a hooker I, or something, she got him. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I still don't know how. She passed away about a year and a half ago, my mom did. Uh, so I can't even ask her, but I, I still don't know how she did this. And I asked my brother about it sometimes. I said, how was she able to do this? Mother's a Cuban immigrant when she came here, just before Castro came into power. And, I mean, 
not a lot of education, no money in her pocket. She worked 14, 16 hours in a factory sewing. That's what she knew. She knew how to sew. And that's how I did it. That, that's how she did it, man. She had a trade and she worked her ass off. That's it. Her and there was just lines of Spanish women from all over Peru, you know, all different, all different uh, Spanish countries, and they were all lined up. I mean, as far as the eye could see, just with nothing but women on sewing machines sewing, and that's what she did: 14, 16 hours a day, all what, day. What year was this? This had to be, I'd say, 72, 74, 75. Okay. Okay, and. Again, I, I, I just don't know how this, this is even possible, but she put my brother and me through eight years of Catholic school. And you know Catholic school is not free. How she was able to do that, where we went to Catholic school for eight years, and never, it, it just never dawned on us that you know, this was, even, this was not possible. Because, oh, we're going to Catholic school. We're going to St. Mary's right down the road. And... Little did we know she had to be paying for that for two kids to go at the same time. And I, I don't, I, no concept of how that was even possible. She One did. simple explanation. Moms are like Jurassic Park. They find a way. It's incredible, man. They just find a way. And, well, know, that was it. Your mom might have made more money than you think having a trade like that in a company like that. I mean, she wasn't a millionaire, but I'm going to guess that she didn't have a lot of jewelry. We had one tiny ass apartment and yep. very little else. Yep, and and she put the money where it needed to be put. She put the money into you guys and yeah. not into herself. And you know what? That doesn't happen today. Yeah, that doesn't happen today. You know what? You said your mom worked her ass off. Most of our parents worked their ass off because that's how you got ahead. Right, our generation. How, yep, yeah, that's not yeah. how it happens anymore. But and you know what? She, she came home and she cooked every night, didn't she? Well, she got home late, but yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't eat out. Nope, you know, you never. didn't go to, you, see, I never. mean, they, they made the sacrifices that they every had extra, to make. Every extra dime went toward that. And we had, Absolutely. No, we had no car, you know, so, I yeah. mean, you don't really need one in Brooklyn. Right. Right. You know, but yeah, we didn't need out. Which no helps, car, but nothing. you know what? It's not like the rent was cheap either, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. God bless her, man. Crazy. Uh, my number one is, I mean, it's basically everything wrapped up into a bow on everything we've been talking about and every single example. Um, she is the best mom slash wife because she's put up with my shit for 25 years. <laughs> July wow. 15th, July 15th will be 25 years. What's the wow. highest What's the highest medal the president can give a civilian? That's the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor, isn't it? No, no. no. You, you got to um, be active duty to have gotten that. This, uh, the, he just gave one to Rush Limbaugh. Somebody, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Amy deserves one of those. Yeah, she wants one of those. <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, by medal far... Of, medal of Freedom. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. He just got, I know, yep. Rush Limbaugh just got one. Uh, yeah, I mean everything. I just all my bullshit. I'm not like the best communicator with stuff. I don't. As like, you said, you could be a grump. I I don't. I no. I mean, I used to be a lot worse. Like I was back in the days when shit was bad with me and Greg working at Lockheed. Like our life sucked. Like it was brutal. You talk about being broke and worry and stress. I hated the world. I hated everything. I was negative. Every. I mean. Nothing in the world, like everything was against me. Like I had the shittiest attitude towards everything. And she was always there and things were always had a bright side and she Mm. put up with it. We got through it together. And just, I mean, like most people that have been married a long time, it's never easy, but you find a way to get through it. And now the roles are kind of reversed and things are much better off. I mean, for both of us now than than they were before. And I'm trying to... I always try to tell her, like, hey, don't worry about shit. It's not as bad as what you think. Like, 
things are good. Like, things are really good, you know, with this whole thing with her working at home. It's rough, but, I mean, dealing with me for 25 years, I mean. When you were working at Lockheed. Bravo. Yeah, we we we've talked about it. We'll get it. We'll, we'll just have to do a Lockheed episode one time where we just talk about. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It'll fucking and we'll get somebody else in here and they can just sit here and just with their jaw hanging open. Right. We would. There were days where because there was a for most of the time that we worked once we knew each other. I I think I remember picking you up and taking you home most of the time. Yeah, and, yeah, in the mornings. Yeah. Put and, it this way, Richard. And this is not an exaggeration. I got hospitalized because my blood pressure was so high they called EMS. Because I just thought I had a headache. Was this at work? This is at Lockheed. They yeah. have an in-building uh They had an nurse. infirmary, basically. They, yeah. They had a, they, yeah, they had a nurse on call. And I, my face is, like, really red. Like, I just felt like I've just got a bad headache. I just, you know, you go sign out, you get Tylenol or whatever. And they hook, you know, they hook you up to the thing. And they're, she's looking at me like a like something's wrong. I'm like, what? I had left at that point, I think, hadn't I? You were already gone, yeah. Um yeah, because the big asshole from the Navy was the um, Brian, Brian, dickhead Brian. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, and long story short, she's looking at my heart rate and she's like, "I have to call nine one one." Like, what are you talking about? I just have a headache because my blood pressure was so high, and a lot of that was because stress from not having money, worrying about the kids, worrying about her and rent and power and all, just everything all wrapped up into one. I was hospitalized over it. So I just was miserable. I hated life. But more so than that, just because I'm like a big kid most of the time, and just she's dealt with everything through through 25 years. I would pick him up in the morning and could tell that there there were days because I handle stress fairly well. I, I'm the type of guy that when, when something's going bad like Lockheed, I'll lose my shit, and 30 seconds later, right as rain. No worries. It's out. And he wasn't. He's not like that. He kind of internalizes it, but... When we were working there, we were kind of we were kind of going through. Both of us were kind of going through a rough spot at one particular time, and we just it's like, hey, we'll do Lockheed a favor, and they'll take care of us. And all they did was bend you over a little bit further and stick it in a little bit deeper. And it was not, there was nothing you could do to get ahead, but it was hockey playoffs. I'll never forget it. And the Red Wings were playing the Predators, and you said, hey, man, come over, and I'm gonna get some Little Caesars pizza. Thank you for picking me up all the time. Thanks for being such a friend. Just come over. We'll have some pizza and watch the hockey game. So Susan and I went over. And it was the the light. The wings were down three games to none. Yeah, they fucking lost. They were down three games to none. He's like, "Look, we're gonna pull it out tonight. We're on home ice. So we got this. We're ever we're gonna, the optimist. We're gonna we're gonna be in good shape." He says. He says, "I know that we're struggling." He said, "But we're gonna get this one win so that we can at least in you know have something." And it's first period was okay. The second period they started letting it go. The third period he gets upset. He takes his jersey, throws it on the floor, and he walks out of the room. And Amy goes, "Deep down, he's really a good guy." <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I know. I said, I know. That's why I'm fucking here. You know what I mean? But I felt so bad because it was like the only goddamn thing that he kind of had going for him, other than his great family. And and it was just like you just watch it go down the drain. And it was and and, and she was just like, he's he's really good guy. And we're like, yeah, we know. We we got it. And how long ago was that? God, it's been... that would have been that would have been like 2011, 2012 ish. So God, it's 2013. Not, really, not even that long ago, but no. Because of... I think it was the last time they were in the playoffs. No, God, it was before that. It was before that. Um, I don't know. It's been forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a long I'm time. I'm sorry, man. It sure feels like it. Um, but no, that's... And now it's... I mean, I've come along... I'm just... I'm a completely different person, I feel, now than I was back then. But all of that is because of her. Well, even her, because I don't get to see her a lot. When I was over there the other night, she seemed significantly 
more relaxed and happier. She was a stress ball the day you guys were moving. She was drunk. It, <laughs> what, the day you were moving? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You had me. You said no, that so, she, yeah, because so sincerely. She's just, I mean, is just another testament to her. She, working at home, she hates it. She's miserable. It, it's the worst. She's cooped up at a dining room table in a not comfortable chair. But she goes through it and just powers through it like a champ. I mean, it's she's awesome. All moms do. So if All you're listening, Amy, do. thank you. Happy early anniversary. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Best mom ever. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah. I'd like to give my wife a little bit of a shout out too because Well do it. Even though she's not my mom, she does put up with my sorry ass too. And she and I've kind of put her through the ringer sometimes too. It was the step parent thing doesn't always work out perfectly with, with the parent and the step parent you disagree and there were times where we had severe issues because she wanted to do it the right way legitimately and I was too scared to do it the right way because I was nervous about you know, like I said, you know, it's a fucking right. situation. So uh thank you to to my wonderful wife. Um, you know. There you she, go. She, I think she's earned it. So um, I hope you kissed your mom and called her like I didn't. <laughs> you called her on Saturday. You, you did get a call pass. the day before. Right? And yeah. wished her happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Yep. I did. So, so um, one last horror. I mean, not just I one have. One last whore? I, I, that's what I horrible thing. No, yeah. That, uh, that's this that's when the whores start yeah, coming around. Whore that's, to talk about. That's my anniversary present. Um, I have to say. The whole heartfelt condolences to Phil, lost his father this week. Um, oh. y- you would never have guessed it by um, he's still Phil on, online and talking to him and everything. I was um, kind of wondering because of all the pictures. But yeah, it's, I mean, I, it's Phil is one of those guys. I described him in one of our other episodes that if they're saying, hey, Mike needs a kidney to get, th- he's already on the table with a shirt off going, are we doing this or what? Like he's, I'll call him a kidney friend. He, he he's I've known him for a long time, the majority of my life. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, to be say fair, best wishes. To be fair, I if, have a if, kid. I have a kidney friend. To, yeah. to nice be to fair, I, I, you could probably call me that. But if I gave you one, I'd have less than one. So I don't think I could. <laughs> what would make it? <laughs> there you go. But no, I just I I just wanted to give a special hello and hope you're doing all right and all that good stuff yeah. for Phil. Mm. Yeah, Phil. Phil, uh, we love you, brother. Goes out of his way to support us, and he does. He's been from day one, so. We would also like to thank Jacob King. Uh, he is our newest Patreon sponsor. Yeah, thank you very much, Jacob. Nice job, Jake. We will hey, be Jake. asking. We will be asking you questions here uh, in a couple weeks because we need to do something for you. But uh, thank you very much for your support. Uh, it's well appreciated. We're glad that you guys are doing well. Uh, your little boy is so fucking cute. Um, glad you guys are happy. Uh, I'm at G Bishop seven two. Putnam two seven or Putty two seven seven three. Uh, you Richard. Uh, Trust Alexander Law. That's my website. You gotcha. can find everything out about me through that. Nice job. Yep. Top five for fighting. Um, I did want to mention that I am still, I, I might have mentioned earlier, it's been a long episode. I am trying to figure out the, I'm trying to do something for the doggone uh, uh, video game. The tournament I was so tournament. excited for. I, I, I have to, I, I'm, I, I'm going to make it a higher priority. I just can't find anybody that does it the way. We can do it, but we won't be able to declare anybody a winner. Has it, to be user friendly. It's, it's going to be hard. So uh, I'm still working on it. Uh, That's hopefully, what she said. Hopefully. <laughs> on that note, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Kiss your moms or you your kiss, friend's you mom. You kiss your mom with that mouth? Kiss your mom's friend <laughs> or your friend's mom. All I got going through my head right now is the scene in Christmas Vacation. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. <laughs> kiss kiss ass. my ass. Happy Hanukkah. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. 
hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick, in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.